When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know what's a lot more fun than watching the Vikings play right now? Winning money. And I have a way for you to do that. It's the Underdog Fantasy app in their Pick'em game. All you have to do is pick higher or lower on your favorite players, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Forget to make an entry for the night? Don't worry. They have lines for the second half that you can place as well they keep it super simple with their easy to use website and mobile apps you pick between two and five players to fill out your pick entry if you get every pick right you take home some cash use code 10k and get your first deposit doubled up to a hundred dollars by underdog once again that's code 10k on the underdog app or go to www.underdogfantasy.com on this episode of it's a bit we're joined by our longtime friend, Gabe Henderson. He's an on-air talent for the Minnesota Vikings. He does all sorts of content with them, including some stuff with the radio at our friends at KFAN, talking about our Minnesota Vikings, which not great timing. We scheduled this interview about a month out, so uh, we didn't know we'd be at that point, but uh, here we are, 0-3, talking to Gabe about the Vikings. We're also going to talk about various Minnesota sports topics like the Vikings, Twins clinching the AL Central, Gophers lose to Northwestern, um, and uh, while preseason hockey is kicked off, we go into our bits of the week as always, and we're going to end the show by playing buy or sell, buying or selling people, places, things like their stocks. So all of that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bits podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever. All right, welcome back to It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. My name is Bossman, joined by producer Cam and Wags. We're down journalist Jake again. He's he's in the boundary waters, just living off the land, I think. Are you happy about Cam, that, Cam? two Cameron? weeks in a row without Jake. Yes. This is your Super Bowl. I live for this. It's just <laughs> like Christmas for Cam. I'm not going to lie, Like I actually do like when he's here, because then I have someone to like beef with. I don't beef with you guys. But the house is going to be silent, and I'm not going to have to hear footsteps at 3 a.m. It's going to yep. be great. <laughs> yeah, you don't have hear. to hear doors closing and footsteps Literally at last night. And every light on. It was last night. It was like, I get it. I don't think he worked today, but it was like 3 a.m. I woke up in the middle of the night to him whistling. Yeah, so you guys are like, walking around. You guys are room, obviously, right next to Jake. Can you guys just hear him like singing and humming? Oh, yeah. Rooms? Sometimes he'll start playing his guitar and singing, and it's like, <laughs> it's so loud. But you, can, you can always tell when he goes to bed, though. Because it goes from singing and humming to like a fucking jet engine because his fan is on the highest setting yeah. humanly possible without it exploding. I want to get him one of those uh, like one of those rings that monitor your sleep because I don't think he sleeps. If you ever ask him on a single night, like, how'd you sleep? 
Well, I didn't fall asleep till two, and then I woke up at four and couldn't fall back asleep till seven. Then I dozed off and woke up with a panic attack at eight. When, and now I'm here, and it's like, how do you just function like this? It's awful. When you when you said ring, I thought you meant I want to get him one of those ring cameras for his bedroom. So that's what I thought you. Well, were You can also say. monitor his sleep schedule that way. Just, just watch him. It's just a, it's a little more weird that method, but that that's also be. effective, I suppose. But it might be illegal. Yeah. So uh, journalist Jake, I'm also surprised he's missing homecoming as the. I guess the gopher connoisseur, the super fan of the group. You know what that means? He's a fake fan. He's a fake fan He's again. He's a fake fan again. We're off the hook. Well, we're right. off the hook. He hasn't, missing. he hasn't missed a home game. And he, I think he says 10 years, right? So, Other than COVID, which doesn't count. Which, like, yeah. I guess, games, yeah. Games where you're allowed to go, he probably hasn't missed one since he was in high school. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And uh, to miss homecoming of all games. I mean, I guess this is a good game to miss considering how it's gone the last two years. Yeah. But the kid's a fake fan. And I'm He's glad. I'm fan. glad it's finally coming to the light. I can't wait to ask his father. Well, I think his dad will still be there tailgating with us, probably. Oh, Wally. Awesome. I'm just going to ask him how disappointed he is that he pays for his son's ticket. Actually, I don't know if he pays it's for actually his ticket anymore. But. Breaking news Huntington Bank Stadium on Saturday is going to be Bringold free. Really? No, Dad's no, Wally? Wally. no Wally. They gave it to their neighbors. Oh, I guess if Jake's not going to go, then it's kind of weird, but Dude, yeah, no Bringles. How grateful are all the fans around that area? Because you know Jake annoys the fuck oh, out of yeah. them at all those games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no drunk guy with a visor and a suit. But yeah. but someone has to – well, I guess Jake – I think Jake made the press conference today that Coach Hawk will not be in attendance. He's on suspension due to alleged alcoholism. But, um, yeah, no, Jake, it's going to be weird. But it is homecoming. We'll get into the uh, the Gophers against Northwestern, but we got to start, I guess, on Friday. Some good stuff happened. Cam and I were in attendance when the Minnesota Twins – clinched the AL Central Championship. Round of applause for the Minnesota Twins. Um, I don't care what you say about it. Yes, the AL Central was a garbage division. Yes, we won it. We clinched it barely over 500, but a win's a win. Crazier teams, worse teams, I feel like, have won the World Series. I remember when the Nationals won on a play-in game a couple years ago. Like, mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world. Um, are you going to pull up the comment that we got on the TikTok cam when someone told us oh that? Oh uh, my God. Someone told, so a little context. We, Cam and I were there. We took the video of the last pitch when uh, we clinched it and the celebration and all that. It was a, it was a great time in the stands, a great time on the field. We posted it on TikTok and naturally yeah. a flurry of haters came and just said, you know, it, it's such an easy division to win. Why are you that happy? And uh, someone responded to so, that comment. A yeah. little more context, too. We went to the bars afterwards. So I was sitting at work, like, allegedly very hungover and, like, not wanting to be there. I had to be there at 7 a.m. So I'm scrolling through our TikTok just seeing, like, if we got any views on that on that TikTok. And, boy, was I fucking happy. Because the guy commented, like you said, uh, like, whatever, like, bad. Not a hard division yeah. to win. Yeah. And then this other random dude just replies with... Piss blood. It's the <laughs> yeah. funniest fucking thing ever. Short yet effective. Yeah. Yeah, it just says piss blood. It's like have a condition. Yeah. That, <laughs> that sums up TikTok in general, dude. You can com- you can literally comment anything and someone's going to reply piss blood. It's funny because the United States government worries about TikTok saying it's a, inter- it's a national security threat that, you know, China's stealing our data when in all reality, they're just witnessing another human tell another human that they don't know to go pee blood. So yeah, that's bad. Yeah, like peeing blood is never a good thing. No, but uh, you know that was a great game. Duran had a walkout, which was fun to watch the in best. person, as always. Even though 
He kind of scared us a little bit in the bottom of the ninth there. Almost gave the game away. He's been doing that a decent bit lately, yeah. I feel like. See, that would have sucked because we would have won the division no matter what. We still have like 10, we still had 10 games the, to play at that The celebration would have been so lame. But we would have missed the celebration. So and, like for us to yeah. be there, I was like, you better fucking do this. And the game was sold out pretty much. So it was yeah. the most full I've seen Target Field since probably the Brewers were in town. Yeah. So a lot of people were clearly banking on them to win that game in a clinch so they could be part of the moment. And, yeah, it would have been a complete and utter disappointment if the Angels hit a grand slam in the bottom of the ninth and we fucking lost. Yeah, but it would have been right on brand, though. It would, it would have, have been so, like, just For, With the rest of the weekend, yeah. it would have been right on brand. This was the only—I thought, you know, Friday, we got the Twins, right? Saturday, we have the Gophers against Northwestern. That one's usually a free win. Yep. Sunday, we're going to beat the Chargers at home. The Vikings are going to figure their shit out. After I, I little did I know after the Twins game, like it was all downhill from there. Yeah, that was the only really good sad. thing that happened. And we, we should have known too that that's how the weekend is going to play out after something good happened in Minnesota sports. You had to know that yeah, the Gophers are going to shit the bed. Not only shit the bed, shit it in like an almost historic way. And then the Minnesota Vikings do the same thing with their turnovers. Right, so bad. Right, but um, at least sticking really qu- uh, quick with the Twins. Um, I saw a great tweet on. Uh, I got to give the the guy who tweeted it credit because it was so damn funny. But so obviously the the funny thing about clinching a game in the regular season like that to to win the division means that you know the players are going to get after it they put up the the tarps in the locker room they you know have carts of budweiser and champagne rolled out and everyone gets wasted and then they all have to you know play the next day or at least some of them do so you know so naturally some why am i locked out of my twitter account i have to reset my password real, real quick while you pull that up uh one of the funniest things that I saw, like during the during the celebration that you just mentioned, is like the amount of people that got beer par- pour- poured all over them. Like Audra Martin got like doused in beer. She tweeted that she had to stay up until like four a.m. to clean her hair. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Like, and then like Kenta Maeda allegedly was like hosting like rock paper scissors tournaments, and whoever lost had to lay on the ground, and they had to like basically waterboard them with beer. <laughs> It's Dude, fucking insane. The whole entire I was surprised on how much the team could party. I guess maybe they had a little way to, you know, piss off because uh the whole entire season has been kind of close. But did you see like Dallas Keichel? He was yeah. going fucking crazy. Who dumped the beer on Audra? Because it wasn't just like a little beer, it was like two full fucking beers yeah, all over. Uh it was Pablo Lopez, I think. Which is like he doesn't strike me as a guy who would they do that. They were just all going would. nuts. But he was just like, "You're on, you're on, you're part of us, Audrey. You're on the team." And he just doused her. That was absolutely hilarious. It was great watching all the celebrations, but um, and it was great, like great news in the celebration. Correa, Buxton, and Lewis all looked healthy. <laughs> I'm surprised they're, neither they're, of them got hurt in the celebration. They're going to be okay. They're okay. all going to come okay. back. So this was from at prime underscore Julian. It was Sunny Gray pitching today, and it's the clip from the bench warmers where the pitcher is like drinking oh, liquor on the mound. Yeah. <laughs> because, like I said, these guys, you know, they they partied the night before, and the hair of the dog. The only way to keep to keep going is probably they put a shit ton of Budweiser and champagne in those big Gatorade containers that guys usually hit with bats or their fists when they have a bad inning. So and just kept it rolling. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's probably what Sonny Gray was doing at that point. Well, I mean, it, they, he had to because it wasn't like they had a 7 p.m. game the next day. They had like a noon game. It so. seems like it always shakes out that way too. Every year, it's always a noon game. The whole bench is littered with sunglasses. Everyone's grinding. Everyone's, you know, chugging water. And uh, but it's for a good reason. That had yeah. to been the most like lackadaisical like warm up session in the world. They're like none of them came out to hit BP. I bet like no one warmed up really. Yeah, I mean, they they win. 
No, they lost that game, but right. then they won on Sunday. Yeah, okay, and it was okay. bo- It was like, was it one to zero? It wasn't or? a lot. It was so. I mean, defensively they had their shit together, but yeah, there was no way the reflexes were on par to hit to hit the baseball that day. So you're also not as motivated to, I guess. But at the same time, you're a pro athlete. Let's get some dubs. Right, right. And you, well, you want to stay hot, you know, for the postseason. So there's no reason you would stop trying. But, um, anyways, we'll move on to Saturday. Then uh, the Gophers lost to Northwestern. They blew a 21-point lead uh, going into the fourth quarter, which was pretty depressing. And uh, that that stadium in Nebraska – or not Nebraska. Illinois. Illinois just continues to be the most depressing high school lookalike field in the entire sphere of college football. Literally had advertisement funding from Minnesota. There was yeah. an Explore Minnesota sign at the game, and it wasn't like a graphic on a TV. It was a legit sign. And what really sucks, too, for Northwestern, at least the players, is could you imagine that place would have been bumping with the full crowd with that comeback? That would have been electric to be the, to be at as a Northwestern fan. Instead, it happens in front of no one. It was yeah. probably a quarter of the way full, and I would say half of that quarter were Gopher fans from what it looked mm-hmm. like on TV. Which I was surprised, but then, you know, it's Illinois. It's not that far of a drive. I'm sure we could actually make that drive one of these years if yeah. we wanted to. But. A really hard question and probably a hard conversation to have because I've met him a couple times. He's like a great guy. But, like, where, where do you guys stand on the head coaching situation now? Well, you know what? I think we're going to talk about that and buy or sell. Look at that. Look at yeah. a little, little preview. I was yeah, just foreshadowing. A little, foreshadow. preview. A little plug. I was, up I was going to ask the question, does Northwestern have actual fans or is it just alumni? How come? Yeah. How come? Uh, are there no fans? Like, how come? Like, what's? I the mean, issue it's there? A, it's a pretty niche. It's a private school. Yeah. Right? It's a, a predominantly but, a law. But why law have a, school? Like, a giant stadium if no one's going to go what's there? What's funny? Right? Like, right. I actually saw a tweet before the Northwest. Before we even played them, on like it was like a chart of college football fans and how many like a percentage of their fans are alumni. Northwestern was number one at ninety nine point eight percent. So really? that's crazy. I didn't even. I, I just. I just threw that out there. Like, do they have any actual fans? It sounds like they don't. No, it's just everyone that went to school there. Yeah. What's, uh, what's their enrollment? Yeah. They probably grew up fans of. I mean, what's if you're? Let's say you grew well, up in Chicago. What? What the, the are you a fan is, of? Illinois. Like, no. The, the problem is, is everyone's a fan of Notre Dame. Oh yeah, Chief. Chief's because it, it's Notre not Dame. like it's not the closest school to. Chicago, but like it's the most popular. Well, like the, what about like the fighting Illini too? Yeah, that's I what mean, I asked. Yeah, I, I don't think know. from what I've gathered, obviously I don't live in Chicago. For football, it's Notre Dame. For basketball, it's Illinois. Okay, because Illinois football has never been so good. Northwestern Except University, Cook County, Illinois has twenty three thousand four hundred and ten students, which is hilarious because that's bigger yeah. than UND. It is but, bigger, yeah. but we are like super fans. Like we're annoying when it comes to college hockey. So that's I'm, I'm yeah. What I wonder what, uh, for U of M. So. Usually it's around thirty five thousand. The last I yeah. checked, I have Maybe a feeling a little more now. I have a feeling if Northwestern ever got a hockey team, they would get the Chicago market because I feel like they might be fans of Notre Dame. But then they would be like, okay, well this is the local team now. We have well, Notre to Dame them. has hockey though, don't right? They? they do, but I feel like at that point they would jump onto Northwestern because I don't think Notre Dame's that good historically, are they? Fifty five k. Um, I haven't. Like they have sick uniforms. I love their helmets and stuff. Yeah, when they they play have hockey. the silver helmets, right? Yeah, I remember yeah. the last thing I remember about Notre Dame hockey, and it's because I don't follow college hockey too closely. But I just remember Don Lucia's kid Mario played for Notre Dame, and that's like my biggest memory of Notre I actually Dame. Actually, remember hockey. that too for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Speaking of Notre Dame, they f- and we're on the topic of college football. They fucking pissed me off on Saturday. <laughs> they I only had... had ten players on the field the last two plays. Yeah, and then Marcus Freeman, their coach, tries to say it was on purpose. So they didn't get a penalty or some shit. I'm like, what are you talking about? Then he proceeds. Then he proceeds to call out Lou Holtz, yeah. who just caught, caught an absolute. Yeah, Ryan Day. Did. Yeah, 
It's just, like, it's like but, Kirk saying, you know, I threw that interception at the end on purpose because I didn't want one of our guys to fumble it. You know, it's just a, such a dumb excuse. I would say both guys in that situation were in the wrong. Lou Holtz did actually like rip apart Ohio State before the game. And that's but then Ryan Day like was insane. He needs to calm down. They didn't even win by that much, and it was a game that they were supposed to win. Right. Yeah. But were, I had yeah. I had such a good day betting on Saturday, so I can't be that mad. But Notre Dame would have put it over the top, and then they just can't score on the goal line three different times. And then I saw the Vikings do the same thing the day after. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was great. Yeah. See, at least, Cam, you're pointing out the positives of being a degenerate. You don't have to care about your own sports as long as you have your own bets going. Exactly. We had, uh, speaking of frustrating plays, we had the gopher, the gopher player on the uh, – on the on the punt who oh. <laughs> who backed up and then caught it off the bounce in the end zone and looked like he was on the five it, and he was halfway into the end zone. It literally looked like his controller died. <clears throat> yeah. I don't understand. Dude, the lack of situational awareness by a D1 football player, that, that always blows my, my mind. He's been playing football since he was five years old probably, right? Yeah. Look at the goal line, see where it is, and stop the ball before it. I'm, I'm pretty sure, too, Like when you're on special teams, he's not a starter in anything else, really. So it's like that your guy, one job, I guarantee let's do you, it well. There, there is no excuse for it at all. The one excuse that he probably was thinking in his head was for some reason the end zone at Northwestern and a couple other schools are like this, but the end zone, like you know how they always usually have like it's different color. Yeah, it's the same exact color as the field. It's green, so it looks like it's just another five yard marker. Oh, that's criminal! Back. But at the same time, you still have to have awareness yeah. to know that you're literally in the end zone. Again, if you if you down it within the one, and they're not going to score. It's not going to go into overtime, right? Like right, that's game. Yeah, there's no way our defense is. I mean, actually, you never know. It's <laughs> fucking. <laughs> That game was just pretty fucking upsetting. I mean, I I was at like a family event. I was just watching it on my phone, drinking Coors Lights, and I was in shock when I saw that last that last play. I mean, I just buried my head my head in my hands, and I just didn't even know how to react. Yeah, like I told you guys, I was telling you guys this on Sunday, I believe. I on purpose. Like, because I was here, I was the only one at the house. I was just being a fat piece of shit, just watching football. I had three TVs set up in the living room, like, because you brought that one in mm-hmm. there. I put the Gophers game on the far left one with no sound because I was like, this is going to go one of two ways. One, it's going to be a blowout. The Gophers are going to win by a lot, and I'm not going to have to, like, follow it that much. Or two, it's going to be horrible, and we're going to lose, and then I wouldn't want to watch it anyway. So I, I, like, I didn't actually get super emotionally invested into it. I was still pissed, but, like, I didn't let it, like, ruin my night. It was one of those things where it, it came down to the end and you thought, you know, if you're anybody else, this is probably a pretty interesting game to watch because there's a massive upset brewing. But as a Minnesota fan, you're like, this is fucking right on brand. We're going to lose this game. <laughs> I'm going to be upset. The Vikings are going to do the same exact shit tomorrow. And this is just the start to a horrid weekend. Dude, I think uh, so. I turned the channel after we scored late in the third quarter. I think that's what put us up 21 points. Right. Mm-hmm. So I turned it back and it, it was like, like, an, like over an hour and a half later, just like I wanted to see the final score, see if they're talking pregame. And they were in overtime. And like I just started laughing because I just what else can you do? I I can't pro- like Jake, Jake made that video of reacting to it. He's like, I can't process what happened. I kind of almost blacked out during that. I don't remember really what went down it just it all happened so fast and so incorrectly that i just can't process i'm not gonna think about it i can't think about it i'm not gonna lie this is not good like the gophers potentially might miss a bowl game oh i was thinking about that on saturday i go we could miss a bowl game because of this louisiana this week we're 11 point favorites but they're not bad yeah they're not bad we've been way bigger favorites the last two years at homecoming and his loss as well 11 point favorites on saturday and then the NCAA just just decided to bend over the University of Minnesota and just fuck them with no lube. 
because the week after that, we play number two Michigan at home at 6.30 p.m. on NBC. Oh, Cam, you don't want to know what the terminology you're going to use that you use for that? What, what is it going to be? Michigan against Minnesota. It starts with an F, uh, T. It ends with an F. Oh, we're going to get throat fucked. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God, boys. <laughs> Oh, that's true, though. That is definitely... We're going to get throat-fucked by Michigan, and we just have to accept it. Like, right now, after losing to Northwestern, I'm looking at our schedule, and if I... Like, I'll just run through it quick. Louisiana win. Michigan loss. Iowa loss. Michigan State, toss-up. Illinois, probably a loss. (laughs) Purdue win. Ohio State loss. Wisconsin loss. That gives you four wins. I actually, at this point, I'll just say this. I don't care what happens the rest of the season. I just want to keep the axe. I mean, that yeah, is the annual Super Bowl. That And didn't Wisconsin lose to like a pretty sh- shitty team two weeks ago? Washington? Wisconsin, yeah. No, Wisconsin lost to Washington State, and they're very good. Okay, okay. okay. But there's three guaranteed losses, because I'm on the point where I'm saying Iowa's a guaranteed loss. So that's Michigan, Iowa, and Ohio State. That gives you, that gives you five losses on the year. You would have to... And then, like, the other ones aren't even guaranteed wins. Well, now we just have to strive to be in the Meineke Car Care Bowl of Texas. Yeah, and this is coming from, like, the most optimistic for- sports fan, Minnesota sports fan there is. But I just don't have optimism. It's funny, too, because you can do the same thing with the Vikings schedule. And you, you can. You can take it out right now, and you can be like, I see three wins. Like, or, just... or you can say, I know we're capable of beating all these teams, but we're also yeah. capable of losing to all of them. Exactly. Well. Which is a scary spot to be as yeah. a team, man. <laughs> At is, least for the Vikings. For, like, for the Vikings, like... You, you play the Bears to, twice. You have to beat one of the Chiefs or the Niners coming up, and then you literally have Packers, Falcons, Saints, Broncos, Bears, Raiders. So that's like, a that's good a pretty time to easy get right. Seat. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, I, here's the thing: I can see the Vikings winning this week and next week, and then playing the 49ers and just losing by forty. Or I can see something crazy. Or like losing that. to the Bears. Oh yeah, I that. won't be mad. Like we have to go. We'll just transition to the Vikings quick. We have to go three and one in our next four games. Yeah, like you have to beat the Panthers and Bears. That's that's non-negotiable. Yeah. And then you have to upset either the Chiefs or the Niners. Which the Chiefs you could do. The Lions have already done. I know the Lions are good. Um, yeah. I think the Niners you could do as well because um, they're both at home, which is good. Oh, dude. Christian McCaffrey against this run defense Correct. is going to be That's an issue. That's the problem. That's going to be an issue. And I'm also worried that uh, Taylor Swift's going to be coming to Minnesota and giving the giving the Chiefs some of those. Uh, did you see how motivated they were when they saw fucking Taylor Swift and the fans I'm did? So yeah. Good. They were. They, they turned it on. Mahomes admitted to it. Yes. He, he had to throw a touchdown to Kelsey because the most famous person in the world that's not a politician is sitting in your fucking home crowd. Cheering Taylor, on the I, boys, yeah. I'm so over it. The Swifties are starting to take over the NFL. <laughs> I know it's not good. Thing that Dude, the, we had the memes are great though, man. Okay, like it was. Uh, I saw a meme where someone was like the Swifties after watching the NFL for three days, and it was like Sean McVay like delicately breaking down a play. It was so funny. I saw I saw some woman like tweet a, out a take about the about Travis Kelsey. She clearly didn't know who he was until all this started, and it the 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 post literally starts with. I'm usually against men doing podcasts, but and then it was like a, oh about gosh. how her about how him and his brother have like this great vibe together and everything. And I'm like, who just starts with a take like that? I'm usually against men doing podcasts. Well, not women doing podcasts, not anyone else doing podcasts, specifically against men doing podcasts. I'm going to name drop someone because it doesn't matter. 
like during like on Sunday, I was scrolling through my phone and the the fucking Kelly Keegs from Barstool kept popping up on my Twitter and she was just making videos about the whole situation. She's a big she's a Swifty. Swifty. Yeah. It was insufferable. Yeah. I wanted to pour gasoline all over my phone and just <laughs> run away. It was horrible. Just I'm like, it on fire. I'm like, you guys need to go somewhere else. I do love though, like uh Big Cat, like he's just going after the Swifties hard. That was like my half my day today was just refreshing his feed and laughing. It's so Well, funny. and the the Swifties are more psycho psychotic than Dallas Stars fans. I mean, they Swifties are like a new breed of crazy. Apparently, Travis Kelsey's jersey sales went up 400% yeah. in the last few days, which is if you're not even a sports fan, why would you just buy a random athlete who is probably going to get broken up with and have an album written yeah. about him? About how can you imagine though? Think about like a Taylor Swift album, but it's her talking about how Travis Kelsey is bad on like the pass, like the pass block or the, the run blocking <laughs> or the you know slot receiving. To obsess over someone that much, where when they get a boyfriend and they haven't even been together for more than two weeks, or you know at least I don't think they have, that you're buying the fucking jersey. You have to reevaluate your life. You're buying a one hundred eighty dollar Fanatics jersey that's probably going to have Kelsey spelled wrong. Yes, and here's something that the Swifties I, they've already they've already uncovered, but apparently you know Travis Kelsey cheated on his last very beautiful wife right and so now all the swifties are saying why is taylor with a, ma- a cheater yeah. why, why, how dare she well like the swifties are so insane i saw something on twitter today um what is that what is it called like the gemini like pisces oh like stuff. the signs yeah so they astrological, astrological signs. Astro- signs. yeah that's what it is so this this lady on twitter was like started the tweet with well i don't know travis kelsey's I've time of birth yet in parentheses give me time i will find it out and then posted like a whole chart of like but and like how they match up they're like yeah well his libra sun and her pisces moon don't really match i'm like you're fucking nuts how do you I, have this much time i saw this i saw that same tweet at the end he was like um uh, in summary their relationship will be electric or something like that i was like what? just based off the stars okay like, can you, you imagine you some psychotic chick is just calling the random ass hospital in the middle of west lake ohio asking <laughs> what time travis kelsey was born at like that's just public information but like ma'am have you ever heard of HIPAA? Like, that doesn't pertain to me. I'm a Swifty. Ma'am, is this your, is this like your hobby? Like, when you're not working, it's crazy. It's being nuts. Did you see the Swifties that were taking pictures of Taylor eating a chicken, like a chicken nugget or like a chicken wing with ketchup and ranch? And it's like, oh my God, breaking news. Taylor Swift eats her chicken with ranch. And it's like, yeah, so does the entire Midwest. Like, this is fucking nuts. This I is saw, nothing new. I saw another one saying, "Are we sh- or another red flag about Travis? He punches his own teammates during practice." So they, you know, and they showed that video in preseason where he just fucking yeah. hit his own guy. And uh, dude, it's it's sports. It's competitive. Obviously, Breaking. tempers. Bill Guerin hit his broke his stick over a rookie's head in training camp. Yeah. It's like it just the one the one genius thing about Taylor Swift though that I saw. One of her concerts, she showed like to get to the stage, she would have had to pass a bunch of fans. She, she was in like a crate. And then a she got dropped off. Yeah. But apparently after the Chiefs game, she was in Travis Kelsey's suite, obviously. She was inside like the popcorn container and they hauled her downstairs. And, but people knew it because well, yeah, they, they, were, they knew that's they what were, she does. They were lining up. It's insane because they expected her to walk out and then the popcorn thing came out. And they're like, that's her. That's her. I mean, you guys need a hobby. That's ne- <laughs> Well, that's next level stardom if you have to do yeah. that, which she does. She Which is, is that the, big of a star. That's smart, though, because I've never heard of anyone else doing that. Yeah. Um, so I guess let's, uh, let's go back to the Vikes. Uh, you guys were in attendance. 
How was yeah. the how was the atmosphere? How was the how was the game itself? Oh. It was actually okay. It was actually pretty electric yeah. for the most part. And then you had you know the fuck ups like the third and seventeen. You know, late in the fourth quarter when you have the lead, you let them get that somehow and then the next play a ball thrown right into fucking um evan's hands it somehow goes through his fucking it happened right in front yeah, of us yeah, too yeah. Yeah. it goes through his hands off his helmet gets caught by i think um joshua palmer yep and then yeah for and now all of a sudden the chargers have the lead now we have to drive down the field with like four or five minutes left right it's just typical minnesota vikings and up until that point it was actually a pretty fun game the vikings had the lead yeah there were some dumb mistakes it finally seemed like we were going to overcome them and then Minnesota Vikings football happened. It was like the first quarter and then like three quarters of the second quarter. I know that's a lot of math. Uh, the atmosphere was electric. And then the booze started raining at, at halftime because we just like shit the bed that. at the end of the first half. And then the third quarter was great. And the like most of the fourth quarter was great. And the atmosphere was great. And then everyone just got just started booing again. Yeah, It was like that we couldn't close either half. I was listening to PA for like the first half of the first quarter and the sadness in his voice when he had to announce that TJ Hawkinson fumbled the ball in the red zone again. In the first drive. In the first drive, when the defense makes a stand, they make uh, the Chargers punt. And then and they, all week in practice, KOC is like, he's saying, ball security, he's yeah. emphasizing it. Here's what's a re- here's a really depressing stat that PA and uh, Pete Bursich read out on the radio, though, before that first drive, was that the Minnesota Vikings last week were the only team who didn't have a rush over nine yards. It took them three weeks to do that, which for how much they did run the ball those first two games, that's fucked. I need Cam Akers so bad. Yeah. We went to the tailgate afterwards and someone walked up to us. It was like, boys, do you think it's time we send Madison to Siberia? Exile <laughs> him. Well, so um, how many official fumbles did he have? Zero, but he but well, he he, fumbled, he dropped the he ball dropped four the ball. times. Yes, in total, the ball he, in his hands hit the God, ground four dude. times. He dropped the ball multiple times, and then he would have fumbled if they didn't call like forward, forward progress. progress. Buttergate, yeah, Buttergate, Buttergate. Buttergate. fucking ball real. slippery, bro. I don't know what else to tell you. The Jack, you should pull it up though. Like the greatest thing that happened was on Twitter from uh, from Nick Swardson. Oh yeah, yeah, his tweet, his tweet. Was yeah, I'll, fucking awesome. Yeah, so um, obviously. The, the Vikings lost, um, especially on a on a last second play where Kirk maybe wasted 15 seconds trying to figure out what was happening, and he did. You know, KOC was trying to get him to run a play, catch the defense off guard, and uh, Kirk was gonna just take liberty of spiking it, but he didn't, and it was this whole mess. He throws the pick. If you saw the video, I recorded my reaction live. I just my jaw dropped. I had no words for it. Yeah, and um, I uh, I saw I did see that play more in depth on Twitter too. He placed that ball perfectly. That's the right. only place he could have put it, and Hawkinson just didn't reel it in. My thing, it was still a hard. Catch, if you're going to be the highest paid tight end in the league, in my it's a it's a tough play to make. But if you're the highest paid person in the league in, in your position, you should be making that play. I agree. Uh, I also saw too during the halftime show they had uh, the mascot the mascot game, game yeah, and the uh, who's the the Braves guy? Yeah, What's blooper 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 yeah. came in and just fucked up some kids. Dude, he, he fucked up many kids, and so did the other mascots. But I just, I have a bone to pick with Victor the Viking. Did you, you, you saw the mascot lineup, right? Yeah. No Nordy, no TC Bear. Yeah. But yet he's gonna invite Blooper. We have the Philadelphia Eagles mascots there, right? We yeah. have all the these... whole the whole stadium booed him. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was actually <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, that eagle shouldn't be allowed within the. Uh... 
outskirts of Minneapolis, let alone the state of Minnesota. That that was a questionable roster. Yeah, I think but. the only Minnesota mascots we had, we had goalie golfer, and then we had Crunch uh, from the St. Well, Paul Saints. We had the Loon, too, and, but that, and does, the that doesn't matter. We didn't have, we didn't even get the Timberwolves. The Loons don't matter. Well, cr- Crunch is the Wolves so Crunch mascot. was there. Oh, Crunch did show up? Okay, yeah, Crunch okay. was there. What is the St. Paul Saints mascot? Oh, she was there, too. Yeah, sorry, I call Mud, her Crunch. Mud Donna. Oh, yeah, it's Mud Donna. Ah, that's it, yeah. I thought Crunch was there. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but... Uh, the whole time that like that thing was going on, it was the sixth graders from Simley High, like Simley, and that was like my high school rival. So they they announced the kids, and I just stand up and booed, and then like <laughs> you just booed a ton yeah. of middle school. And then children. the whole game, I was just hoping they got trucked. So when and Blooper trucked that kid, I went nuts. Dude, and also, so they showed, uh, they did the bit where like they showed the kids leaving the bus and walking like into the stadium. Right, that was hilarious. sixth graders have changed their game. Yeah. Oh my, they were all dripping out in swag, man. They were wearing chains. They were like they were flexing to the camera. And Shit like uh, that? Back when I was in sixth grade, we walked up hills both ways in the snow. You know, like fuck. Yeah. If I would have got off the bus for a sixth grade football game, I would have had a Capri Sun in one hand and a fucking Game Boy in the other. <laughs> it's not like two chains and a Rolex. Yeah, I, some kids showing their teeth like they had fake girls in. You know, it was crazy. <laughs> if I asked for a chain for Christmas, my parents would have just laughed at me and then told me to go mow the lawn. Yeah. So, yes. But yeah. So. <laughs> Obviously, there was an outpour of negativity from Vikings fans for good reason. I mean, we're zero three now. Um, a tough, a tough game at least after the Panthers coming up. Like that was a must-win game to try to get right, and uh, and now we're back to zero uh, three, completely winless. But the best, I think, negative reaction we saw <laughs> was from Nick Swardson, and he said, "quote unquote." I hate football, and I hope I get super AIDS COVID as I suck my own toiled cock. Fuck football in its shit penis. AIDS sandwich. <laughs> the most. He just threw a ton of profanity together, and that was just his reaction, which was relatable. Is fair. No, I think every single Vikings fan in the world agreed with that statement. It's verbatim. the greatest tweet in the world. It's it in is. Twitter Hall of Fame for sure. Yeah, a, I think that's up there. Or X Hall of Fame, whatever you want to call yeah. it. But. I just wanted to really quick talk about that last play, that interception again. Um, I thought it was fucking Bush League that both KOC and Kirk had the audacity to kind of put it on the crowd. They said the crowd was too loud. First of all, what are you going to do when you're on the road? But second of yeah. all... I, I just, <laughs> dude, you have to deal with crowd noise. It, it's yeah, part, of it. I, that's part know, of it. And the only noise that I heard, and it was loud, don't get me wrong, but it was just people yelling, Spike, clock it, Spike. And that's all people were yelling because will, they couldn't believe what was going on. I will say you can't blame it on the crowd, but like Vikings fans are dumb. Yeah. yeah. It was so loud. There was a lot of times and before that play too when the Vikings were on offense yeah. where they make a big play and they start cheering when the Vikings well, are trying they, to hurry and up. And it's not even that, like. At least, like where I was sitting, which wasn't super far from you, there was people chanting "Let's go Vikings" while they're on offense. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, the first thing I think of is if you ever look at the old days of like Peyton Manning in Indianapolis and Tom Brady in New England, how quiet the crowd is when they're on offense. They cheer for a little bit after a big play happens, and then Manning or Brady—I've literally seen them do this—and yeah. everyone just the whole dead team silent. was doing that. And see, like, instead of doing that, Kirk is just like this. Obviously, he's trying to hear the play call, but he has two options there. He can't hear, so he has to either do this with his hands, or he just has to get to the line and clock the fucking ball. Yeah, and then you run over to the sideline if you need to and figure out the play. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, that was. I actually did believe that he was going to throw a touchdown there. I didn't Same. think he was going to throw it to Hawkinson though in like triple coverage, and. To make things worse, I don't know if you guys saw the clip after the fact, but I think everybody forgot about the play where Madison was running right up the middle on first and goal, I think it was. That was probably a touchdown. And got completely trucked by the one guy he had to get past. It should have been a touchdown in any with any other running back. And like he didn't even get hit that hard. No, but he just he completely just like smoked the ground. It was like, insane. Yeah. I just don't understand because he's maybe it's the workload, but 
when he was backing up Dalvin Cook, he looked like a completely different back. He it really has to did. Be a workload. I don't know what it is. Like he lacks, like from what I can see, like I don't want to shit on him that much, but like he lacks like toughness and he lacks vision. Yeah, and it like I can't. Yeah, the holes like he cannot yeah. find the holes when they're available. Should have known. Do you remember she that? Said. <laughs> That's true. Do you remember that game in Seattle? Uh, during the COVID year, during 2020, it was a Sunday night game. We should have won the game. And Dalvin Cook had a, or not Dalvin Cook, Madison had a wide open hole and he went, went into, into the, the fucking yeah. lineman. <laughs> what are you yeah. doing? Well, even on that last play, too, he only had one guy to beat and he got tackled. But even, um, I think it was CJ Ham who fucked up there. They had a tight end fill one hole, and instead of filling that open hole where that one guy was coming to hit the running back, instead of CJ yeah, blocking him, too. he just dives right behind the tight end. I saw that too. Unless that like, guy come doing? right up. So it's you just... know, Cam, you brought up the you brought up the Jalen Hurts. What is it? The the butt push? Yeah, yeah. the tush push. The tush push. I think we need to try that with. Kirk I think Cousins. every team needs to try that until it's outlawed. It fucking works. Well, it here's works. the thing: they don't even have to get Kirk out, get a wild card quarterback in, and do that, right? Like get someone else in there you for could, that. You could literally have CJ Ham take the snap. It's you because when the Eagles line up like that, everyone knows it's going to happen, and they but do it anyways. Even if it's Kirk, he's still getting through because you have seven hundred and thirty thousand pounds pushing. You could have ran that on first and goal or second and goal, whatever yeah. the play was, rather than. Not spiking the ball, eating up 13 seconds of chaos, having the fans cheer, and then throwing one to Hawkinson in desperation. Well, there's like there's like this narrative that like people are saying that no one, not every team does it because Hertz is so big and he's just built different, which is true. But at the same time, like he gets through with ease. All these other quarterbacks could fucking do it. Yes. I, it, it or like mind. you said, just throw someone else in there. But. Dude, you stop him on third and 17. Evans catches that interception, or the Vikings score in any of the two drives at the end where they get stopped. They win the game. Or, like, yeah, all one thing yeah. just needs to happen, those four scenarios, and they don't do any. The, the only good positive, once again, the Vikings beat themselves. Yeah. If they can just clean that up, they'll be fine. And I was doing, re- <laughs> this sounds so dumb. I was doing like research today, just some like horrible teams, like starting horribly and then turn it around. Um, like the Texans in like 2017, 2018, they had a very similar thing. They started off 0 3 or 0 4. And it's because they turned it over a ridiculous amount the first four games. They only turned it over three times the rest of the year and they made the playoffs and they won a wild card game. Yeah. So you I mean, never know. you can turn it around, but they've dug themselves quite a hole and Vikings fans have every reason to be pissed off. Right like now. I said, if they don't beat at least one of the Chiefs and Niners, I think we're done. Yeah. Which sucks to say that in fucking September still. But yeah. hey, we're going we're going into Kirktober. I think going things, into things will dirt around. I was actually True. surprised the Colts didn't or the uh, the Vikings didn't win, considering there was a shot of Kirk Cousins drinking Gatorade on the sideline at noon. Mm-hmm. That was really depressing because that pretty much broke the streak. But they do have the Panthers next game. If the, they can't beat the Panthers. It might be time to start talking about firing some people, trading some people. I mean, zero and four is going to be a rough start. This is the Thielen revenge game. Thielen might just go off. We have Andy Dalton, the the fucking Red Rocket, who will probably be. I really hope Bryce Young plays because Andy Dalton beats us every year. Yeah, no matter what team he plays for, or no matter comes, what team he plays for, or comes close to beating us. Yeah, because he was uh, Saints last year and he almost yep, beat us. And then right? he torched us with the Cowboys two years ago. Did he? Was he ever the for starter for the Bears and beat us or no? Uh, maybe. He might. Yeah, I think he <laughs> might have be beat surprised. us on the Bears as well. Here's a positive. Note of encouragement. The last time we played against Carolina was in the 2020 season when KJ Osborne had the game winning catch. In overtime, right? In overtime. Yeah. So maybe maybe we get a little bit of KJ energy, maybe some JJ energy. I will tell you, this game will not be a blowout. We're not going to just go in there and no, destroy them. No. Like, they're going to uh, fuck with us. Greg again. Joseph is going to make a 63 yard kick to win it in overtime. And then we're going to be like, oh, yeah, we won a game, but we also just beat like maybe one of the worst teams in the NFL. On a last second field goal. <laughs> like that. Yeah, you're right, though. That's how that's Minnesota Vikings football. Honestly, I just. 
I, the last time that the Minnesota Vikings played a game where they were ahead early and they kept that big lead was week one of the prior season against the Packers. Since then, no game has been close. I think, too, there's been out of the last decade, maybe, or something, there's been 160 some teams that have started 0 3, and maybe like 13 of them made the playoffs. So. Yeah. Not great, statistically speaking, but unlike Rocco, we're not going to go along with the analytics, and we're just going to hope and pray, and if not, just uh, suck our own toiled cocks, I guess. That's kind of all we have left. <laughs> and hope we get shit AIDS COVID. Yeah. yeah, and there has been one team in NFL history that started off 0-4 and made the playoffs, so... You also have that to look forward to as well if you lose. So there yeah, you go. Okay. Um, on a, on a, a brighter note, you could say the Wild kicked off preseason this week. Uh, as we've mentioned, we're the biggest Wild preseason hockey fans. We are a little disappointed that we can't watch the games. We're recording this Tuesday night. I know we're playing the Stars. Uh, I've tried to ask some of my contacts in Dallas to illegally stream the game for me, maybe go and, and fire a little bootleg Instagram live. But they uh, they did play on Sunday against the Avs. And uh, Sammy Walker almost had a Hattie. He could have. He had a little 2 on 0 passed it to one of the other teammates. that I don't Another know Edina guy, right? Oh, was it Vinny It was Letary? Vinny. It was Vinny. Oh, okay, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Vinny Letary, So No, is he, he Tonka or is he Edina? Excelsior, I thought. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. Minnetonka guy. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so, yeah, he could have scored a Hattie, but, you know, decided to be a good teammate instead. Um, I think... I think Jake told me he texted Billy G and was like, he said something really stupid. What about or, Sammy? Oh, no. So after Letary scored the game or the, the goal to win it, because I think that was the game-winning goal, Jake just said, you know Vinny Letary just got himself a roster spot, right? Like, this is how that works. Because we had a bit last year. You just made the roster. Anytime yeah. someone scored in the preseason last year, uh, we said that they automatically earn a roster spot for yep. us. It was like the walls of Jericho bit. Yeah. Yeah. So... But then apparently Billy was calling him some completely different name. Oh, you mean like Charles or it was something really random. And Jake's like, what are you talking? Who, <laughs> who are you talking about? And he said it was just the weirdest conversation he's ever had with him. But um, we can confront Jake about that. next. Yeah, week. yeah. We're going to have to ask him about what who Billy thought Vinny Letary was or what or what was going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I uh, w- We'll be at Saturday's preseason game. That'll be yeah. fun. It'll also, be nice to be back in the X. We got to make the graphic. The Minnesota Wild have not lost a game so far. We do. We do. Undefeated. We Undefeated. In the regular season, even if it's the preseason. Yeah. If we can win the game-winning opener, or the the, the home opener, which is going to be against Florida, kind of scary game, um, then uh, I'll make the graphic that we're undefeated. Yeah. No. I'll do that. I'll, I'll see what kind of traction we get from the rest of the league. They better start Corral Saturday, man. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be at the game. If you're going to be at the preseason game, hit us up. Is Bedard going to play? Well, they're playing Florida, right? No, are they playing? Uh, they're playing sorry, we're talking Saturday. We're oh, gonna, Saturday, we're Chicago. We're going to go to that yeah, preseason yeah. game. You, you would think, because I, I saw um, uh, Chicago say they're going to treat him just like every other rookie, and rookies play the preseason. Yeah, I mean, that that would make sense, especially if this is supposed to be your guy. Like, give him as much fast-paced NHL experience as he can get. Not mm-hmm. that it actually means anything, because Rossi was like the number one player in the preseason last year, and you know, had a rough 13 games to start, but I think you have to play Bedard to just get him some sort of experience before the year starts. Yeah, I, I agree. And, um, yeah, I'd be, I'd actually be great to see him live. Yeah. One of the first, uh, we'd be one of the first people to see him live in an NHL game, which would be cool. Yeah. Um, and the final thing I had on the wild is, uh, NHL 24 is starting to release its teasers of, uh, the various players in the game and their statistics last season. They released a picture of what Kirill looks like, and it looks 
nothing like him. He looks like a Lego character. It looks like yeah, a random, <laughs> a random AI guy. <laughs> it's like yeah, you asked you asked an AI image generator to to create a picture of Kirill, and it just spits out Matt Boldy when he was in high school. <laughs> I like so the rating. Funny. A ninety three is fair for Kirill. I mean, people said it should be a little higher, but ninety three is very fair. I just yeah, what's up with uh, EA? They do this with Madden too. They just make people who look nothing like the actual people in the real game. It's very low effort. Budget I think cuts. It's a, I think it's a face scan issue. So they have to like. If they don't have a face scan, they have to like make sure they look close to what they look like, which they failed on that part because I don't think his face is scanned. Clearly yeah. not. But just like look at um, he has like brown N- hair. Yeah. NBA 2K though, they they seem to do a lot better job overall. Maybe not this year, but in past years, at least they look somewhat like the character. Every... NHL has never looked like the characters yeah, ever. I think every player's face scan in NBA. Part of that too is like every team has twelve players. Yeah. So it's probably a lot easier, but at the same time, like. He doesn't look like Grill at all. At least yeah. do the face scans with everyone over 90. Or don't release hype up graphics of their in-game yeah. character, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe, maybe just try to avoid that. <laughs> yes. A lot of it is like they'll do it at the training camp of the season before. Because you have to have the player in person to do the face scan, obviously. So like maybe he wasn't accessible. I don't know. But it looks bad. Yeah, maybe he was still in Russia dealing with... I think that would make tyrant. sense because I didn't. Wasn't he like delayed getting here last year? No, uh, he was here for camp, though. I thought. Yeah, but we were we were afraid he wouldn't be able to get here because especially because the war stuff started. We thought he was going to be like drafted or something. When shit. he went back, it was like why? I was. I love when Russo this summer goes. Kirill Kaprizov will not be going back to Russia this yeah. year. It's like thank God. Well, why yeah. would he even consider it? Did you hear he went to fucking Turkey with his family for vacation this year? I'm like Turkey. Come on, out of all places you're going to Turkey, go to Vegas or something. Yes, you know? you're like, a multimillionaire. Take your parents down to. I- like uh, South America, and yeah. Go to the Bahamas. I'm I'm sure there's some lovely places in Turkey. Don't get me wrong, but you're right next to the war nope, zone. This you're is right an anti-Turkey the... podcast. Hey, fuck now. Turkey. Yeah, we only like this ham. Is... We only yeah we <laughs> we only like CJ ham. We're not fans of Turkey or Thanksgiving. <laughs> Aren't they're they're right next to like um Iraq and you know I, Afghanistan I, I, and all I, that Iran, Iran. I ran to Iraq to get some turkey because isn't oh. Turkey considered Middle East? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, and it's also like a it's like a new country too. They used to be part of like the Ottoman Empire yep. and then Turkey came yep. out of it. Yeah. I love how like many how there were less countries back in the day. Like it was just It was these, easier. It was just these mega territories. It's like Germany was like the size of Europe pretty much. Yeah, like. in World War II, they were like, Oh, we're just gonna take over Europe. That'll probably work. And it almost did. <laughs> World uh, War Two. Um, all right, yeah. I mean, we're happy the wild are back. We're pumped. I think it's almost two weeks from Thursday that the season starts. I believe yeah. Cam. Yes, it's. Uh, I actually was just looking at this today. It's like October fifteenth or something like okay. that. So it's like two weeks. Thankfully, we should be able to beat Florida in the home opener because all of those guys have to be injured still from the Stanley Cup playoffs. That was four months ago. Like Kachuk had a broken sternum. There's no way he's a hundred percent by now. So yeah, I don't know. He had to get carried into like the last game. The NHL is a pretty short off season i mean compared to other ones the season ends and especially if you make it the distance yeah yeah if you if you uh if you go to the stanley june. cup late june sometimes it, uh yeah yeah very late june it'll go into and then what i mean you pretty much got three months in the season again yeah so hopefully they're still beat up from that game and we can sneak out a win <laughs> Un- talking preseason unlike no i'm talking the first game of oh, the regular oh, the opener season. opener okay, okay because florida Literally was just in the Stanley Cup, so yep. I don't I don't want to just go through what we went through last year with the home opener against New York. Remember how much money we paid to see them lose? Four yeah, that was rip? depressing. That was tough. And then I proceeded to go to 
the four games after that, and we lost all of them. It was yeah. great. Hey, and we got to see uh, Revo beat the shit out of Felina. 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 Marcus Felina. Yeah. <laughs> True. Marcus Feligno. Felignoff. Feligniov. Yeah. Beef Marcus Stroganoff. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, sorry, I did have one other thing before we oh, transition oh, to the it's interview. It's Ryder Cup week. Well, it is. But we also have the bits. We too. also have the bits. Oh, Cam. that's right. The bits. Respect the structure. I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I blew up. Um, Go for basketball is back in the news. Oh, no. And this one is actually positive. Oh, Al wow. Nolan is the new play by play guy. Al Nolan. Or the new color commentator, I should say. Okay. Who was an absolute beauty when he played for the Gophers. Um, super excited about that. I, I, uh, I saw Go for basketball pull up on Twitter and I just totally, my pants were tight. Uh, bracketology will be pulled up here in about a month and. We're going to start rolling again. The Gophers aren't going to be in it, are they? They're going to be so bad. <laughs> hey, you know what? I do like the move, though, of signing a, a fan favorite as the uh, yeah. color commentator because it puts some positivity in the, in the Gopher fans' heads. Like, we're not going to be great this year. Actually, we're probably going to be worse, but at least we got uh, this guy calling the game. That's impossible. It's not uh, impossible. Um, we lost our never lost say battle, never. right? Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> Transfer portal. Yeah, you went to Ohio State because of an NIL deal. Classic. Uh, but they did have Spencer Tollickson forever, who used to play for the Gophers, so they had to do something like this. You can't just fucking replace Spencer Tollickson with, like, Dan Smith. Like, you have to make... BYU. BYU. <laughs> you have to make sure it's someone that, like, everybody knows. So, I'm excited. Yeah. We start off against Bethune-Cookman. If, like uh, November tenth. I mean, if the golfers have another just absolutely shit year, is is Benny over? Has Ben Johnson gone? I hope so. We're gonna move the team to Vegas. <laughs> the the, the Vegas Golden Golfers. I do. I I think uh, I think I did make a graphic that said like. Uh, Gopher University officials are considering moving the basketball team to Las Vegas. I think oh, I did that last year. Funny. People actually liked it. Yeah, I do think this might be Ben Ben Johnson's on the hot seat. Okay. Which uh, you never know though, because like Mark Coyle has a hard on for like. Yeah, dude, like honestly, coaches that used to play. It seems like a lot of college coaching is like relationship management and how tight you are with the director. Yeah. And if you're tight with them, you can be kind of shitty and you'll be around for years. Are you glad yeah. Jake's not here? Because, you know, he would be like, well, Cam, I, I everyone got wanted to rush Rick Pitino out of town. And I I knew he was the guy. And he wasn't because he was not doing well here. Like well, he's doing good. He's doing OK at New Mexico. Like the, I don't think they didn't make the tournament, but Jake like, was like, I, I was saying we should have hired Mike Musselman from the start. I just like he just kept... we were never going to get Eric no, Musselman. No, I can Eric, guarantee you that, yeah. which would be my dream coach. Well, that'd be great, but well, yeah, that's not going to happen. Who? Uh, so when did he have the the Cinderella run? What team was that? So Eric Musselman had a Sweet Sixteen run with Nevada. Yes, two out of like years, a... two years in a row. Maybe. Yeah, and then he's been with Arkansas and has just been killing it. Super good, except they can't get out of the second weekend. But they make it. They, they make, make it. it though, yeah. so but they're all they're they're all, all the they're always there though. They're always in the mix. Yeah. So. Has has UND made the basketball tournament more recently than the fucking golfers? I thought they made it. We made it in 2018. We, we, no, 2016. Zane, when we oh, were yeah, freshmen, we were I thought college. it was. We got absolutely they, yeah, they played, bent out. We got they throat it. fucked by Arizona. <laughs> Arizona, yeah. <laughs> got TF'd. Well, they play in the Summit League. And that, summit, yeah. that league is literally just ran by South Dakota State and NDSU. Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. their right. football. Like, it right. doesn't matter. It's, they, like, switch off every year. When When does the Gophers last make uh, attorney? 2018. Gophers, well, you're putting me on the spot. You're it's, just great. You're like Jake. You're an encyclopedia when it comes to it's it. It's been way too long. Well, the last time we made the tournament was when we were there, when Jake and I were both there, and we didn't know each other at the time, but it was in Iowa. Um, Gabe Kalsher hit like a game winning well not game winning but like Year. closed out the game against louisville and then we lost to michigan state i want to say it was before covid oh uh, so it's probably 2018 probably 2018, I think it was 2019 right? okay uh, okay all, all right. right makes sense i think it was a year before covid 
All right. Well, um, turn it around, goal for basketball. Let's go. Yeah, let's figure it out. Before we get into uh, Gabe Henderson, we're going to do our bits of the week, I guess. So, uh, producer Cam, yeah. Because I tried to skip over it. Yeah. Uh, I have the shorts at the turn bit. Um, (laughs) This is fucked. So everyone is like, it sounds like you shot yourself and had to change it. What it sounds oh, like, God. but it, that didn't happen. Thank okay, God. okay. Uh, every like the dog at the turn is the greatest thing in all of sports. So we were, me and my buddy were playing at Theodore Worth, one of my favorite golf courses that everyone hates. Um, yeah, one that made your top five. <laughs> yeah. Was it like number two on your list? No, it was like number four. Inver- oh, okay, okay. Inverwood number one. <laughs> Cam was quote unquote inbred with these picks, is what people on Instagram <laughs> says. But I went into the clubhouse. And I, I went to go piss, and my shorts that I was wearing, they're not too small for me. Like, it, they were perfectly normal size. There was nothing wrong with them. I go to, like, unbutton my pants or my shorts to pee, and the button just flies off and goes into the urinal. So I had to buy fucking brand new shorts that were, like, $70. So you gave, up, you gave, you gave, up, on that, you gave up on that button? Yeah, I wasn't going to grab it out okay, of the Okay, just ask it. Some people could use a paper towel. Yeah, you could have. Oh. Uh, I, <laughs> I think those are just going away. Those those shorts are getting thrown in the trash yeah. said, outside of the clubhouse. I didn't shit myself though, so that's okay. good. No belt then? You didn't have a belt to just hold those bitches together for the rest of the round? I am trying to think. No. I, just know, I know people who will show up to golf and then they'll just buy a $200 sweatshirt for no reason, right? Like, yeah, so I like, forgot uh, my belt. <laughs> <laughs> and then play, play slots. Yeah, they'll play seven holes of golf and then get a rain jack and then yeah, play slots. I, I forgot my belt. Oh, so that that makes sense. See, okay. How were they expensive shorts? Yeah, they're seventy. Bucks. Yeah, they're they're gl- golf they're, clubhouse. They are shorts. nice. They're Swannies. Okay, so it they is. Are nice, it's but... fairly impressive though that you had to go buy new shorts at the turn and you didn't poop your pants. That's why I was pissed. <laughs> I would have rather have shit myself. It would have been a better story. It would have been a better story. <laughs> I seriously, yeah, it was. I was so mad. Yeah, <laughs> my buddy was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm like, "Just take my wallet, take my keys, you know, take everything. I gotta go change." Oh, I bet. Okay. Uh, I bet in the uh, what was the tournament? The Wyndham. The Wyndham Championship. Uh, um. Lucas Glover wishes that he could have gotten a different pair of pants at the turn. Remember when he was sweating so oh, bad yeah. that it was like his enti- his pants were just completely soaked? Does, I bet he wishes he could do that bit. Does uh does a PGA have a rule that like once you wear your outfit on hole one, that's the same clothes? I don't know, wear? but either they do or he just had too much pride to just go change into a bathroom it. and change pants. Yeah, and no, just that, in, into black. That just, shirt was a completely new color by the time he was done so with He's it. a very sweaty guy and he just does not prepare for uh, two rounds of uh, of clothing articles. Wasn't especially. it already fucked on the range? Oh yeah, yeah. So his shirt was already a different color on the driving range and then he wore tan pants in the middle of Georgia in August. So you got to think, he should know, though, he's a sweaty person. You should dress for that. Wear a black shirt. You should shirt. wear black everything. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, just dark colors, yeah. too. Yeah. So that's definitely one guy who wishes he could do the shorts at the turn. Bit. Bit. The bit. bit. All right, Wags, what do you got? I got the, oh, now I see bit. Um, This is when uh, when you don't know why something happens, and then you experience it in real life, and you're like, ah, oh, shit, this is why this happens, right? And this is going to be in reference to NFL fans fighting every single week. We see new fucking... A new fight video, normally of the same fans, but sometimes of opposing fans. Fuck, even last week, I think someone died from a fight. In, yeah, in New the, England, yeah, RIP. Super, super sad. I've never understood the fight thing until <laughs> the Vikings game last Sunday. Oh, no. uh, turnover happens, you know, late in the fourth quarter. Um, Chargers knee, game, knee the clock out, game's over. People start leaving. Um, well, Jake, we're, we're, Jake and I are going to wait for Cam to come, right? So we're just waiting in our seats. Um, we're standing up. We're letting people walk by us to go. About four or five minutes into that, um, a guy just says, oh, you guys are going to fucking stand here all fucking day? And Jake and I were like, what? 
He's like, get out of my fucking way. And we're like, dude, you can walk. You could have walked around us this whole time. He was mad because we didn't leave when the whistle was over and we just stayed in our seats. He walked yeah. up to Jake and I, he, he started threatening us. He said that we were going to, we're just sitting around all day. We're ruining experiences. And then he just left. That was unprovoked. And it was just because he was very angry at the end of the game because <laughs> the Vikings lost and we're Vikings fans. He tried to fight Jake and I because we didn't leave as soon as the ref, ref blew the fucking whistle. Yeah. That's insane. And so if, if you're going to do that to your own fans who's sitting right next to you the whole game, who I think we even gave the guy a high five at one point during the game. I just uh, I can understand a lot more now why fights happen every single weekend in the NFL. How did you guys not say anything back? We we did. We said we immediately said you could have walked around us the whole time. Oh fuck you! And no fuck you. Of course, by the time he's halfway up the stairs, when Jake starts talking, he doesn't talk in the actual. Con- <laughs> he never talks in the confrontation. It's just me and this guy going. The guy takes a few steps up the stairs, and Jake just turns. And that's when Jake lets up to him. Suck a fucking dick, man! As he's going <laughs> up the stairs, you know. So God, Jake just has to wait because he <laughs> yes, doesn't want to get hit. He, he loves getting that last word in, and uh, I I just started laughing when jake did it and i was just like oh god you guys dude can you imagine if a fight video comes out and it's you two like it's the 10k (laughs) takes guys just beating up some old man oh god it was so annoying and of course um all the fans around us were just shit talking kirk during the game and i'm sitting right next to the one person in the universe who will defend kirk no matter what so someone behind us will say oh god that's a late pass and then i just hear jake even louder of course it's late he has no time and it's it's, it's like every time someone was saying something negative about kirk jake would respond even louder to the person and i just I'm surprised you actually didn't get into more confrontations last Sunday. Jake going to Vikings games is reckless. Jake going to sporting events in general, there's always something that happens. Someone always gets mad at him or mad at us or he gets mad at someone. It's pretty rare that there's a very stable, normal experience when you go anywhere with Jake, actually, relatively. Growing up, I think we all went to hundreds of sporting events growing up with our friends, with our family or whatever. Never, ever have I ever had issues unless I was with Jake. Yeah. Jake is 100% where the issues come from. I, I don't understand it because he is a genuinely nice guy. Just sometimes people just don't like him when they're around him. Well, it's public. probably because he'll like start announcing the game play-by-play <laughs> play for a minute or two minutes straight, and it gets really annoying. And he can never be wrong. Oh, yeah, he definitely cannot be wrong, especially when it comes to Kirk, though. And, I, yeah, I really learned that last Sunday. Yeah, that that is funny, though. That that just shows how much 0-3 is affecting this fan base. Like, we're imploding on ourselves. Yeah. You shouldn't go after your own kind, regardless of what happens, let alone at the end of the game. Well, then I also, so then after all this happens, just Jake, Cam, and I sitting there. Because, obviously, you don't want to leave right away. U.S. Bank, it's like a clusterfuck as you're leaving. So we like to wait in the seats 10, 15 minutes. A Vikings fan comes walking up the stairs at a certain point. And he sees us. He's like, guys, it's, it's only a game. Don't look so sad. I just like I wanted to just right there to stand up and say fuck you dude (laughs) I I spent good money to come here this is the second home game I've went to this year and both of the times at the end of the game the opposing team's fans are the ones cheering and taking pictures down there I'm not happy right now he didn't even like he stopped walking yeah, he had to stop. And, it's okay, guys. I didn't like, even no. acknowledge him. I'm like, if I say something, I'm going to fucking get in a fight. Yeah. He was a planted Chargers fan who was there to just <laughs> piss off Vikings fans. That yeah. guy was a plant. Oh, hey, guys, he, it's going to be okay. I'm like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. It's like, actually, it's not going to be okay. Yeah, we're going to. We're done. <laughs> My life sucks now. <laughs> All I have is this, okay? Did you see uh, I tweeted the meme? The next morning of uh, Vikings fans at the water cooler today, and it's just the guy who was a psychopath <sighs> on the, the golf, golf course. course with his shirt off. Like, I'm ready to fight anyone who's about to talk ill will about the Vikings. Dude, I actually respect that guy so much. He turned from zero to 100 so quick, and he was he has such a soft body, and he was so confident. <laughs> so you want to mess with this? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh uh, yeah, so it's a it's a tough start, but a lot lot of football left, fellas. We'll just uh, we'll take that guy's side and probably be, be wrong. It's fine. Um, yeah, so I'll close us out here. Uh, I have the fuck your fantasy results bit. We're at the point of the year where I'm getting annoyed of people who just want to sit there and tell me about their fantasy football teams, about the results. And if you show me your phone, if you show me a score of your phone where you lose by point two. I'm just going to I'm just going to absolutely bat your your uh your phone down. I'm going to get angry because I don't care about your fantasy team. I don't need to be walked through what each of your players did and what each of their players did. I don't have the phone in front of me, so it's hard for me to visualize that without seeing your phone, and I don't want to see your phone because I'm in enough fantasy leagues myself and I don't need to see it. Is are you are you pat god damn it. Get your fucking <laughs> fantasy. You have 9 leagues, so I yeah, really don't need do. to see anything of yours. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolute parody at this point. I knew that would just But it's me nuts. it's just it's it's the same people who have to walk you through their golf round and tell you about every shot of every hole. Yeah. It's like, like <laughs> okay, would you care if I started doing this to you? And they'd, they'd probably go, like, truthfully, not really. Okay, then don't do it to me, you dickhead. Yeah, like, if, if I asked, I'm actually curious about your golf round. But if I didn't ask, I don't I don't care. Because in the end, when you shoot a good score in golf, who's, who cares? It's only you who cares, yeah. right? And let's be honest about the human race for a second. We only care about ourselves. No one, No one gives enough of a shit about you to look at all 12 of your fantasy football teams and all the matchups and get walked through every single reason why you lost or won this week. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Everyone only cares about their own teams. Exactly. So, and here, it's one thing if it's like from week to week, oh just like you're goodness. saying, like it's week four and they're like, hey, look at my team. I'm three. Right. But it's like it's if you're going to show me your championship winning team, that's one thing. OK, if sure. OK. Champion, yeah. Yeah. But if you're going to show me your week four results, uh, yeah, shoot yourself or or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't care at this point. It's yeah. just it just it's it's a pet peeve of mine till the end of time. And especially right after someone drafts a team and they're like, look at this team. They're like, do you think this is good? I'm like, I don't know. None of these players have played a snap yet. Yeah, like they could all, that. they could all tear their ACLs week one. It's true. They honestly could. It's, it, oh, it bothers me so much. But see, I'm the opposite. Where you're like, you, show me your fantasy team. Let's let's look through this. You'll take as much in in as you can. Yeah, I don't care. But again, he Cam, get a hobby. That, that, uh, that is, is my that hobby. Is his hobby. See, some people watch TV or I don't watch play TV. video games or video uh, games, watch movies or go out to malls. But sports no, are my hobby. Cam just Cam, spends every waking moment. Go I'm out. a perfect man for the company. Go outside and go for a walk. Look at birds. Do you know how many steps I put in a day? I think I'm done walking by the time I'm done with work. How many How many breaths of fresh air do you take a day, though? A lot. <laughs> I have to go outside to like okay. tag up cars and... Meet tow truck right. drivers. Sorry, he just he just answered that question. No hesitation. A lot. Well, like, <laughs> a lot of. <laughs> what's the over under on fresh breaths you take today? Jack, have you been wearing your watch all day? I have. How many steps? You did go in today, so it might be. Oh, yeah, but that's not even. I mean, he's he's a that's desk fair, employee. Though. You're not a desk how many, employee. How many? How many? How many? I have a desk. How many letters did you type today? A lot. <laughs> I write up tickets. I write okay. emails. That's what. How many steps you at? Um. Oh, it's like not working. Da, na, na, na. No, it's not working. It's not telling me. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm, I'm lucky. Mine's I'm actually 2,200 Mine's steps. low today. 2,200? I'm at 8,600, which is super low. Like for me, when I leave work, it's like 1,200. Wow, sick, Or 12,000. Congrats on being fit. Round Thank of you. applause for Cam Steps. You were coming after me. I just had to. I just had to say, like, come on, we're not. Wrong. We're not going to get in a fight over steps right Why now. We're getting into a fight over steps. I need. Right I now. need someone to take Jake's spot. So. <laughs> I wonder how many steps Jake takes a day. Actually, probably a lot because yeah, he just he just fucking runs. I don't know what he does. Back and forth. He's got in his a own goddamn room. hamster wheel in his room. 
It's pretty falls asleep too. All right, let's take a quick commercial break, and uh, we'll go into our interview with Gabe. Ladies and gentlemen, football season is back, and you already know that by how many tiers are currently on your sweatshirt. So that's why we have new sweatshirts here at 10,000 Takes, Minnesota Vikings related, to get you through your current tear-soaked sweatshirts. Go to 10KTakesMN.com. Go to the Shop tab. There you're going to see all of our exclusive 10K Vikings merch. We got great things from gritty hoodies, gritty hats. We got... All great Vikings merch, but we have more than just the Vikings. We got the Minnesota Twins. We got plenty of merch for them. Go and buy some of their merch right now as they are entering into the postseason. And we're going to have wild merch very, very soon. So once again, go to 10ktakesmn.com. Go to the shop tab. Give it a browse. Check it out. See if you like anything on there. All right. Welcome back to It's a Bit. We're joined by a recurring guest, good friend, of the program, we got Gabe Henderson. He's on-air talent for the Minnesota Vikings, both digitally and on the radio. Uh, I did mention in the intro that we scheduled this interview like a month ago, not knowing yeah. how the Vikings would be three weeks into the season. And there was probably a part of us that knew we were that there was a possibility we could be 0-3 going into this interview, but here we are. So uh, it's great to see you. Uh, it's not great that we're going to have to talk about a lot of downside things but it is great to see you again man likewise it's good to see you guys i mean we all we all figured it would be you know three and oh two and one so to to be at this point it is unfortunate but the good thing is uh winning is contagious and hopefully we can get a win against the panthers uh this will come sunday yeah, fingers crossed. We're dying for a win right now. But before we dive into the Vikings, I think we all just want to say shout out to you. Congratulations on getting your high school jersey retired. That's that's absolutely yeah. awesome, man. And what's uh, what was that experience yeah. like, dude? Man, it was uh, – I still honestly haven't put it into words. Uh, just to be able to get that honor, have that experience, have my family and my friends there. Um, man, it, it, it's surreal. Like, it's, it's literally surreal. So – um, I look at my jersey. I don't have my jersey now. My, my mom wouldn't let me take it back to Minnesota. So <laughs> she's like, nah, this, this jersey stays in the house. So I haven't seen it outside of that night. But um, man, it's a, it's like one of the best honors I've ever had in my life. So I appreciate you guys. Yeah, that's that's super awesome. I wish I wish I was good enough at any sport in high school to have <laughs> to even have my face anywhere in the building, which I doubt it is. But uh, I guess being a fourth spot varsity ringer on the golf team doesn't quite earn me a jersey retirement. But yeah, congrats on that. That's super awesome. Yeah. Do you ever retire from golf anyway? So, no, 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 no. I'm a yeah, yeah, ongoing athlete at this point. <laughs> uh, so I guess kind of before we get into the Vikes, do you do you uh do you do anything else content wise like non football related that you work on, um or is there anything else in the works that you like to kind of dabble around with even during the season? Yeah, so I think this year for 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 sure I've been doing a lot more outside of the Vikings as far as just community. Uh, this past week, I uh, hosted Cal Rudolph's uh, retirement party, and that was through the Masonic Children's Hospital. Um, we're doing some stuff with a couple of um, uh, local companies around here. I don't want to speak on it too soon, um, but it's 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 slowly. I think one of my goals when I got here was to to get more involved in the community. Like I, I understand uh, the reset the Vikings have, and I love it. Like I love my job every day, but still being able to. I mean, I've been here three years now, so it's like I, I really got to start making this place home and uh, getting out in the community has been like one of those key things that's, that's made this transition as smooth as it has been thus far, especially in these winter months that's about to come up. I'm like, 
I, I got to tap into this community or I'm just going to be in my house. <laughs> yeah. Cold as mess. So would you say that Minnesota is finally starting to feel like home or do you think there's still a little bit of work to go? Yeah. Minnesota is slowly starting to feel like home. It, it took, it took about two good years. I feel like once you get past that second winter, that's when you, you mentally start preparing yourself to, to just be cold. And I feel like once you like get, I don't know. This is just me. Like once you mentally get past that, like you're you're good. Like you can function. You can get everything done that you need to get done. Um, and the fact that our sports teams were good last year, the, the Wolves made the playoffs. Um, once our season ended uh, late January, it was already getting to Wolves season. So like there were still things to do. But yeah, it's starting to feel like home a little bit now. Yeah, it's it's El Nino this year, so apparently it's going to be a nice warm, mild winter for Minnesota allegedly. So we can keep our fingers crossed for that. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I know you see my eyes like so big right now. Like, uh, that that would be great. Yeah, stay. I know it's like eighty two this weekend, so I'm like, look, if it's if it's like that in October, that's that's a luxury at this point. Yeah, and it'd be sweet if we could actually have fall this year. Like last year, we only had you know that <laughs> that crisp fifty degree true football weather for only a good. I feel like few weeks, and then it was, and then winter. It was, yeah, it was winter already. Same last year, and. After that happened, the season seemed to turn around. So we're hoping that the same thing is going to happen this year. Yeah. I mean, if that's the case, you might as well just have me on after every loss. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> that's a good point. I'll, I'll join it. Maybe that's the good luck charm that, that we need for 10K takes. But I'm, I'm hoping. I mean, the, our, our losses have been so close, right? Like, yeah. Every single loss is like, ah, like, what are we doing? And then, I mean, we, we turn it around. And Kevin O'Connell made that statement this week of, you know, if guys don't want to hold them to the football, we're going to find guys that will. So um, that's literally our, our Achilles heel right now. But as long as it turns into wins after this podcast, that's all that matters. Dude, yeah. we, we couldn't do the weekly uh, or like segment with Gabe Henderson, and there will be even times where we have nothing to talk about. It's just as a formality, so we win. So we like ask you to break down what you had for lunch today, and that's just what the segment is. We're like, all right, sweet, see you, Gabe. And we've just secured another Vikings win due to superstition. So you never know. So there. There was a point during my first year in the wild were in the playoffs. And every time PA had me on, they won. So I believe they got to the second round. And when I was not on, they lost. So I would come on every single time they played. And I think the last time that they got on, it was three. I think it was against the Blues. It was game seven and I wasn't on and they lost. I'm not saying I'm good luck or bad luck, but no, it's, it, it, it has been done before. It sounds like we need you with PA for every wild playoff game. That yeah. team needs some help in the playoffs. Heck, all of Minnesota teams need help in the playoffs. We just need you to sh- for the Twins playoff games. You better be. You better be there, okay? Or just figure out figure out that thing that's going to work to make them win because we haven't won a playoff game since I was seven years old. So that would be fantastic. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! We need that bad. This year's like year, I guess. Then. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, yeah, going, going into the Vikings. Um, like I said, we didn't know we'd be owing three at this point and already behind the eight ball. But, um, what do you, what do you think is the easiest, most immediate solution to, uh, not lose games, uh, especially with what should be a slam dunk against the Panthers coming. Actually, there's no such thing as like a slam dunk in the NFL, especially for a Minnesota team. But what do you think is like what they need to do this week to, to just get this win and get this monkey off their back? I think, you know, one, the the obvious answer is focus, right? I mean, when you fumble the ball as many times as the Vikings have, you just say, okay, we need to buckle up our focus. But I'm I'm also on the side of the fence of saying, look, you guys have been playing this sport since you were five. Remember that feeling that you had when when you ran out to the on the football field for the first time? Like you just enjoyed it. You didn't care about anything. 
Like, I'm, I'm honestly thinking if that's the speech this week, because last week the, the focus was on ball security. They, they heightened up the drills, added more uh, equipment to kind of get the guys prepared for, for the Chargers. And uh, granted, you know, it was only two turnovers or three turnovers, but it, it was two turnovers, but it was like at the most inconvenient time. So I, I think at this point it's more so like, look, we know you guys can ball. We know this is a good team. Just, just go out there and have fun. Uh, also hold them to the football while you're at it, but yeah, just just don't just don't overthink it at this point. What what is the feeling like inside the Vikings building right now? Just at all in three. Do you do you sense that there's optimism still? Do you sense that they still think that they can do something with this team, or do you think all hell has gone loose? No, nah, I think the the vibe, well, the vibe that I've gotten so far is that winning and losing is is both contagious, right? So losing, you lose one, you can lose another one, you lose another one, it's hard to get back on track. So the fact that the Panthers are, are still trying to find their identity at this point, all the Vikings have to do is get one win, get that feeling, get the locker room spirits up. And um, I think we all know we, we need the spirits up before we play the Chiefs. I mean, uh, yeah. it, it kind of it it speaks for itself. So uh, the energy isn't low. Um, I've been in Washington. I, I work for the Commanders for – Two and a half years. I know we talked about it. Talked about that on the previous podcast. I was on with you guys, and I was there for a three and thirteen season as well as a, a six and ten season. And um, Kevin O'Connell was on was in that same was in that same building that I was in. And the vibe then versus the vibe now was still night and day. Like the, oh, the energy is still up here with the Vikings, and, and guys know that they can win. So it's just a matter of just uh, proving it out there on film. Speaking of being in the building, um, I've had this running theory with the fumbles that uh, there's an inside horse that's probably maybe someone who works on behalf of the Packers, the Lions, or even possibly the Bears uh, that's managing the footballs and is actually spraying cooking spray or buttering up the balls before the drive, <laughs> hence making them slippery and uh, creating what I call our own deflate gate, butter gate. Uh, out of a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you believe in that theory? And do you sense that there is someone on the inside who's who's fucking this up for us? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think it's uh, any, any you know, Crisco. Crisco related. Yeah. But, I mean, if that's the case, we, we need to, you know, hit up Jerry Rice. I think Jerry Rice used to put, like, the stickums on his glove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that kind of – I think it got banned, but – Hey, at, at this point, whatever works, whatever it works, whatever we have to do to just hold on to the football uh, and get rid of that that Crisco Crisco gate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or uh, what Cam said, uh, Land Lakes, because they're the main sponsor of the Vikings. One of them. <laughs> they're on the hot seat. They're on, Land Lakes is on the hot seat still, as far as we're concerned. But we're just in the media, so you know what we say can be taken with a grain of salt. <laughs> Jesus, ridiculous! I don't even know how you follow that up. <laughs> I don't either. I, I got a good follow-up question to that. Okay, um, Alexander Madison, right? Uh, some struggles early on. Do we expect to see Cam Akers as RB one, or are we still rolling with Madison next week? Dude, that's a great question. And my, my initial like thought process is that we possibly will see Cam Akers at some point, if not this week, then in the coming weeks, simply because. Uh, the Vikings just terminated the contract of Miles Gaskin, uh, yeah. the guy that we we got right after. Um, I think it was like right when the season, right before the season started, he, he was added to our initial fifty-three man roster. And the fact that he's not in the team anymore, he was active the past few weeks. That only raises eyebrows to say, okay, is is Cam Akers the guy now? You traded for him, and now he's here. And you know, we could use. You know, I mean, I love Alex. Like I think Alex is he, he's a guy that needs a rhythm. He's a guy that when he is on, he is on. But yeah, this this is football. Like if 
having Cam Akers playing running back, that's going to help Alexander Madison ultimately help this entire team. And like, I'm all, all for it. But with that termination of Miles Gaskin's contract, I could see Cam Akers uh, possibly getting some run in, a, in, the, in the coming days, coming weeks at this point. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Ty Chandler? He actually played, you know, in the few opportunities he got last week. He looked pretty good. I mean, do you, you see more um, touches for him in the future? Yeah, I mean, it's it's only one football, right? Yeah. So, and, and and Ty is one of those guys where he he's came in and he's had big runs. So it's like, all right, this this fresh legs cold, but still making plays. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, how it all works. The good thing about Cam Akers is like he doesn't really have to learn the entire playbook over. This is similar plays from um, when Kevin O'Connell was offensive coordinator in L.A. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see, but you just want competition at this point. Like competition makes everybody better. So let, let the best man win at this point. Yeah, and that's kind of what we thought like the wide receiver situation was going to be at least for wide receiver two between Addison and KJ. So you're you're absolutely right there, but um, kind of going into some of the stuff you do with the Vikings, I, I really liked that video series you had this summer called Chopped Up with Gabe Henderson, where uh, yeah. it was getting hair. It was the player, the players who get haircuts while you interviewed them. And uh, were there ever any guys who were like, "Hey, man, I don't need a haircut right now. Like, can I just answer the questions?" Or were they all down <laughs> to get like at least some sort of touch up? Um. So guys, so the, it's crazy. So the first episode. Guys were actually Jordan Hicks actually got a haircut, and then someone at the end stayed to get a haircut. But as we continue to move on, um, guys are had already had lineups. So the one that we did with uh, Brian Asamoah, Lewis Seen, and Andrew Gook Jr. is literally like he's just touching up the side of his head, like just staying <laughs> out of the way of the camera. Just it's, it's all optics at this point. But, I mean, you, you guys know, or maybe you guys don't, but like. In in the barbershop community, like you only have one barber, like you only let one right. guy touch your head because uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like cheating on your girlfriend if you go to another barber. It's yeah. like, look, now I'm on camera with this guy that's not my main barber. Like, look, I'm in you trouble. Can, you can make right, exactly. You can make believe, but don't cut me up. I, my my guy back at you know my my former barbershop is going to get mad. But yeah, we haven't. We've had a couple of guys get their haircut, but the show is probably 20 minutes long, and the haircut takes 30. So <laughs> yeah, it's just that balance. It's that balancing act of not making the guy look crazy with like, you know, a fade on this side and then like Afro on the other versus like, look, just do your haircut and then we're going to line you up once the uh, actual show starts. Do you use the same barber for every episode? This year we did. Okay. This year, the barber this year was is different from the one from last year, but yeah, this year we did. He's is the he, team barber. Is he a, he's a team barber? Yeah, yeah, that's sick. <laughs> I was gonna say if uh, if you ever have any last minute cancellations on that, and the barber's already in the building, hit me up to do an episode from a media member's <laughs> perspective uh, because I would love to save twenty dollars from a great clips haircut that I have to get once every two months. So I'm always I'm always an option if you ever need a last minute fill in guy. You know what? I, I, I'm gonna keep you in my thoughts. All right, I, I, all right. I'll, Throw I'll, me I'll on the reserve. On yeah, if everyone else on the fifty two man roster can't make it, then uh, yeah, you hit me up. I'll save twenty dollars. I'd be for, I'd be eternally grateful for that. Hey, we'll, see, we'll see what we can do for you. All right, all right. I think I know. I think I know a guy. All right, all right. A lot of fans were uh, pretty upset after uh, last week's game against the Chargers um, about KOC and Kirk. Um, I guess pretty much saying that a lot of the chaos in the last thirty seconds or so of the game was because of the crowd noise and that we were too loud. I was just wondering your thoughts on that, and I guess the whole situation there. Yeah, it's, it's still kind of a, a tricky situation because 
the the initial thought process is going back to the quarterback documentary when I believe it was the Bills game and Kirk called a play. I, I don't know if it was the Bills game, but Kirk called a play and then Kevin O'Connell called a timeout or something happened. He was like, dude, like Kevin's like, just trust me. Like, I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm here to put you in a situation to win. But at the same time, Kevin, Kevin always talks about letting Kirk lead, like letting Kirk be himself. So it's, it's all, I look at it as it's all hypotheticals and all 2020. Like in hindsight, yeah. this is what it would have looked like. Like if Kirk would have threw a touchdown in that last play and then listened to his coach, we'd all be like, man, Kirk is Mahomes-esque. But the fact that it didn't work is, you know, now we have these conversations. So I, I think it's a balance in that, man. I know that kind of sounds political, but just, just playing the position um, in college and um, you know, coach just leaning on you to to make plays and just use your discretion because the coach isn't out there. You are. Um, it, you balance. It's hard to balance. Of like, coach, just let me be. Like, I'm the one filling the game. Like, let me be. Versus, I'll let you be. But if it doesn't work out, look, I, you know, it is what it is. So, um, I th- I think the chemistry is going to get better as we we move forward. But yeah, it's just unfortunate. I think that's a you know hindsight type of deal. Yeah. Where, this just didn't work out. That's just my opinion. Oh, do you think Vikings fans overall though need to be smarter in that moment and be a little quieter, or do you not blame them because it was pretty exciting? I mean, there's there's always. I mean, it's a saying you always want to. I mean, all, what's the sign? It's like quiet at work, offense working. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, so that's what you would expect. When yeah, Vikings on offense. I know there were a few times where Kirk and the sideline they were like, "Yo, calm down, calm down." So. But at the same time, it, it is U.S. Bank Stadium. So, yeah. like, you want the fans to be into it inside, excited and whatnot. So, uh, hopefully, you know, this is a learning a learning situation for everybody. And, and hopefully, we can build from this. Yeah, that was, that was I think, the, the most we've ever talked about the fan base's role. since I guess since <laughs> last year when uh, we played against the Giants in the playoffs. And we were trying to make sure everyone was super loud because – one of the players on alignment alignment was like, Oh, that was the quietest stadium I've ever played in. It's like, okay. But it was kind of weird to hear how loud it was when, you know, you look at, I mentioned earlier in the show, like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, you know, like how much those crowds respected them at work, how dead silent those stadiums would be when those guys run offense. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, you can never take the crowd as a, as a factor. Cause like, what if that game was on the road? It'd be the same story. But it was just egregiously loud in there for a time when they need to communicate, and they clearly were just. It just, I feel like it adds to the stress too. Yeah. Well, and I was um, Jake, and I were at the game, and so was Cam, and it just everyone around me was just screaming, "Clock it, clock!" That's what the noise I felt like was was everyone screaming to clock the ball. Yeah, and and I I wholeheartedly understand. Yeah, like, dude, I, I I understand both perspectives in this situation where. Fans, I don't know, it's football, right? Like, you want to stop the clock, you're in the goal line. But at the same time, I look at it and say, well, Kirk's the one playing. So yep. if Kirk feels different, if that's like, if he, if he sees something that we we don't, then look, I'm going to just roll. Like, let's just, let's just roll with it. So, but I mean, I don't I don't blame our fan base. Like, I don't blame our fan base for, for feeling that way. I feel like both things are warranted. Yeah. Um, we wanted them to spike it. And Kirk was like, I was actually feeling this in the moment. And, He's the guy that has the franchise in his hands at that moment. So uh, may, the, may the best man win at that point. Uh, yeah. Do you think there are any validity to these uh, these Kirk trade rumors? I don't think there is, uh, especially it sounds like you're making it sound like the Vikings still uh, still feel like they can turn this thing around. But have you heard any validity to these rumors? 
No, I haven't heard anything. It's, and, I, and I say that because it's so hard for a quarterback in this league to learn a playbook, unlearn a playbook, go to another team at the trade deadline, and then try to keep and then try to get that team to the playoffs, yeah. like not knowing anything. So um, the quarterback position is so hard to to make a, a trade deadline decision like that. I think the last trade deadline decision or trade that we've had at quarterback was um, Trey Lance. And that happened before the season started. And the reason why, you know, he's not really, I think he's, I don't know if he's inactive, like a healthy scratch. Like he just doesn't know the playbook. So imagine putting Kirk in that situation on another team. Like that's, you're not setting him up for, for, for success. And for him, he has a no trade clause. So yep. he wants to be, you know, stationed somewhere where he knows actually what's going on and don't have to overthink it. So I, I think the trade rumors are kind of kind of premature right now. Well, and if you, you mentioned the quarterback documentary, you see the work that goes into learning one of those playbooks. It's insane. Like they have the, you have Mariota's wife, like it's this fucking sixth grade science test doing the flash it's nuts there's no way that yeah a quarterback on top of all the stress and pressure and having to meet new teammates coaches schemes to learn that that different language they have to make up it's there's just no way it would ever happen and plus you're right he has that no trade clause i love how much people talk about it considering the fact that he has a no trade clause in his contract it's bananas yeah that's a that's power if you ask me yeah what about uh, Dalton Reisner? Uh, it's, uh, a lot of people thought he was going to start last week. He didn't. Do you see him starting week four? That's a great question. I, honestly, I only reason why I'll say I don't know is because we haven't had practice yet. So we're recording this on a Tuesday. The first practice was on Wednesday, and I haven't seen, like, the rotation. Last week, Dalton was literally on the side, like, just trying to learn the plays with a white sheet of paper in his yeah. hand. So, um I'm sure he'll be ready whenever his number is called. He 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 kind of strikes me as a gamer, one of those guys where if he gets in and he doesn't know the play, he's just gonna look over to either Christian Darisaw or Brian O'Neill and say, What do I do here? Am I blocking up to the to the to the uh, linebacker or am I like pulling? And he's gonna figure it out. So I don't know right now, but it's good to have him as a that's a quality backup right now. Oh, it's a yeah. good quality backup. When you when you saw him tweet out the picture of the list of flights like a month ago. Did you buy into that? Like most other Vikings fans did, even though Minneapolis was four of 200 flights on that list. Were you, were you, were you confident that that was going to happen? I was not. Yeah. Like when, when have we ever seen someone talk to or tweet at a team on Twitter? And then eventually that team signs. Them. Never. Like that, that, just, yes. that never happened. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, it almost seems fake, so I wasn't buying into it. But the fact that he's here, I'm like, oh shoot! Like let's let's ride, yeah, let's do it. So, yeah, that was hilarious because he just tweeted out the, that picture with the eyeballs emoji, and I'm like, and they're like, oh guys, Minneapolis is three flights on there, and I'm like, that's every place in the country because <laughs> yes. we're a massive international <laughs> hub. But to all those people who might have, you know, gotten a little too excited, they were right, which you're right, is, is pretty unprecedented, at least in terms of pro sports and, and people and media. But uh do you think if he do you think if he come would to would come in if his number got called, is he replacing Ed Ingram or Ingram? Honestly, I think at this point it's the it's the the le- the the guy that's not playing the best. Yeah. Um, and the fact that uh, what's his name? Dalton Reisner has played left guard most of his career. That 
is a thing that that tells me he's versatile because if he can play right guard, if something happens, he can always go back to left. So mm-hmm. the flat, the fact that you have that versatility to move back and forth, uh, that helps. I'm not sure if he's played center at all, but that 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 interior line position, like that's that that's key. And I'm not sure. I mean, Ed Ingram had a hell of a practice last week, and um, kind of like Alexander Madison, right? Like you you bring guys in to push your starters. And if that's what it takes for all of our starters to, you know, take that next step in their game, man, let's can we have 70 guys on every team's active roster just so you can have that competition because I believe it makes the entire NFL better. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, my final question before we get into a guessing game here is uh, about Adam Thielen. I think he had over 100 yards last week. Do you, do yeah. you, are you feeling an Adam Thielen revenge game this week? It depends on who's that quarterback. If Bryce Young is that quarterback, then I don't believe Adam Thielen will have as big of a day as he had last week in Seattle. If Andy Dalton is that quarterback, I do believe Adam is going to be on his toes. Like, all right, I know I'm getting the ball. I know this guy knows where to throw it to me. And he's going to try to make some plays. But I, I mean, just like Adam knows our offense, our defense knows Adam. So uh, it'll be a, a, a really fun battle. But I'm excited to see that, that come to fruition, man. Like, Adam is one of my guys. So just – I texted him the other day. It's like, look, I'm so excited to see you. Um, don't don't go for a hundred against us. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't don't go for a hundred. So yeah. if if he's uh, a true I'm Minnesotan, excited. he's not going to go no, for a hundred. No, he can't. That us. would yeah. be yeah. That would be like treason. He <laughs> can't do that to yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> you said it would be like treason. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it would it'd be messed up. He's fr- he was born here. He would be he would probably be letting people in his extended family down because you know like <laughs> while they're while they're rooting for him in Carolina, they're still Vikings fans. They're lifelong Vikings fans before he was even born. So yeah, it'd be absolute treason. But you you kind of mentioned how you know he's your guy. You're texting. You probably know a lot of players better than anyone anyone else out there. So we're gonna we're gonna play a little guessing game where. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, list some different Vikings players or staff and uh, just ask you a question about them based on mm-hmm. what what a lot of this is probably assumptions, but you also might know the answer. So okay, if you're ready to play, it. yeah, let's do it. All right, you want to start? Yeah, I can start. So Kirk Cousins, if you if if Kirk Cousins uh, chose any song for karaoke, what do you think it would be? What would after, Kirk, after a couple of Roy Rogers, after a couple of Roy Rogers and a Vikings Sunday afternoon win, what song is Kirk Cousins choosing for his karaoke? Uh, I can see "Shut Up and Dance with Me." Nice. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I can that... see him hitting that note. That this this moment is my destiny. Like that. Yeah, I can. I can see. You know that. The, I'm not. I'm not going to try to hit it. But you know what I'm yeah. saying. Like if no. Kirk hit that high note, that that's that's probably the song. That he's, the he's dude has the voice to do it for sure. Since, since Tom's been gone, that was uh, that was a great cover he did. Oh yeah, uh, Blink One Eight Two yeah. cover too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one too. Um, obviously, Pretty Woman. Yeah, Pretty, of course, is, Pretty is, Woman is in his arsenal. Um, we but, have a. Yeah, I don't think this this will ever release, but we have a video in our archives of Kirk. I can't think of what song he was singing. It was at practice during training camp this year. It was a night practice, and he was literally singing his heart out. <laughs> so what we did. We basically made a compilation with like the actual song and then Kirk like singing it with like different shots of like Kirk in games and then going back to him like actually singing the song. It'll never make the light of day. Damn it. Damn. That sounds great though. You just he's a singer. You just dangled a hundred dollar bill in front of us and then just pulled it away. away. (laughs) Uh, Maybe if if we if he won a Super Bowl with the Vikings post it. 
Probably, probably. You probably, probably. twist. You probably twist his arm on that one. Um. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't even know if Kirk has seen this video, which is. Crazy. Oh shit. Okay, so it's it's that deep. It might be on the dark yeah. web somewhere. That might be the only place we can find it. Um. All right. Ivan Pace Jr. How many fifth graders do you think he could fend off in self defense? He's a he's a pretty physical dude from what we've seen. He's jacked. He's fucking huge, and he's ma- talk about making an impact. That's what that guy's doing. You think he could take on a whole classroom of fifth graders? What's what's the average teacher to student ratio in elementary? Like twenty five to one. Like, yeah, so yeah, something like twenty five to thirty, maybe yeah. in a larger school. Yeah, I, I would say probably around ten. Then he could probably fend off about ten, and then start getting overpowered. You know, <laughs> yeah. He, he's still young, you know. Some of that, some of that uh, vision comes, you know, later in your career. But the dude, the dude is physical. The dude is talented. I interviewed him last week. Man, he, he he's really good at the game of football. Yeah, true that. Uh, Justin Jefferson. If you were to guess who his favorite player growing up was, who do you think it would be? Growing up in football. Yep. Yep. Uh, I would probably say. Randy Moss. Yeah. I'll probably say Randy Moss or Chris Carter, like both both of those guys. I mean, he has elite levels of admiration for both of those guys. So mm-hmm. I know we both work. I mean, I know we live in Minnesota, but I'm not trying to be a homer. I feel like he's like a huge fan of both of those guys. But it's almost like the prophecy, like he's growing, he's growing into Randy Moss level success. So it's, I know there's still a long ways to go, but he's touching some of Randy Moss's records and, yeah, it, it would make perfect sense. I mean, like we're, I, I tell people all the time, like we, we're literally witnessing greatness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very rare that we actually get a chance to like witness someone being the best at their craft and actually appreciate it. So yeah. when it comes to like JJ talk, I never compare him to anyone or say this is that or that, or that is this because this is greatness. Like this is like, this is LeBron level of greatness in the NFL. And for, I'm not a LeBron fan, but like, I, I, I respect his greatness. So I, I tell people that all the time, like before you compare, just appreciate it. It's been an honor to watch him these last two years. Um, obviously we couldn't watch him during the COVID year, but I don't think I've gone to a Vikings game where he hasn't gotten at least one fifteen. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know how crazy, like, listen to what you just said. You know how crazy that is? Yeah. That's <laughs> in the like, highest level of football in the world. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. And he's still so young. That's another guy that's younger than me. And it's 24, right? This is yeah. me off as a, as a 26 year old. It's insane. <laughs> uh, sure. Next question. TJ Hawkinson. If you asked him who his celebrity lookalike would be, who would he say? Who do you think he'd say? I think he'd say uh, either Aquaman or what's the guy? Uh, Steven Adams, maybe. Oh, yeah. oh yes, yeah, yeah. I love that. It's the blonde Stephen Adams. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like literally, just a darker haired version of himself. Right. Yeah. His right. Uh, his brother also looks exactly like him, and the reason we know that is yes. we were walking on around the concourse for the Colts Vikings games last year, and we saw just long blonde hair going all the way down this guy's back, and someone eventually like tapped him on the shoulder in our group and was like, "Hey." You look like TJ Hawkinson. He's like, yeah, that's because he's my brother. So, <laughs> and we uh, we ran into we ran into TJ at the 3M. We told him that story, and he's like, oh yeah, did he have two beers in his hand? And we're like, yeah, yep. like, that was my brother. <laughs> so yeah, it's honestly yeah, his brother looks more like him than anyone else, which isn't surprising, but it's still hilarious. TJ gets it. Yeah, he gets the bet yep. for sure. 
Uh, Daniil Hunter, uh, the dude does not look like he's touched any bad food his whole entire life. But if he, if you had to choose his favorite fast food place, what do you think Daniil Hunter's favorite fast food place would be? Um, favorite fast fast food place for Daniil. I would probably go somewhere like like Jersey Mike's or like Panera Bread, like yeah. something that's still healthy but a little bit on the cheap side like the, the guy does care about his his physique and his yeah, diet so. you can tell yeah, one, yeah one, one of those two or i could see him going to chipotle and crushing like an insanely large burrito bowl with like <laughs> 60 grams of protein oh yeah i feel like he's a big crisp and green guy that's oh, technically yeah, yeah. fast food i could see that there you I go there you go um next one down on here is uh koc do you think do you think he thinks about the roman empire <laughs> <laughs> not this week okay yeah, yeah probably not this week he's got bigger priorities like yeah. getting the team to hold on to the ball i suppose oh gosh okay our, our final guy for you in this guessing game here which thank you very much for being a good sport and playing this um uh is jordan addison uh if you had to guess his favorite pregame song what would jordan addison be jamming out to do you think oh i actually know this and I know this because I've sat beside him on the bus on the way to the last two uh, road games. And, oh, man, we'll be, I'll tell you this. Jordan Addison is not a Bluetooth headphone guy. Like, he, oh. has, like, the actual, he has, like, the actual Apple cord. So it's like. Oh, okay. I love when rich people like, do that. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're, you're, you just got paid all this money. Like, you're, like, are you, you feel like you just don't want to use mine? Like, these are Bluetooth. He's just an old school type of guy. I just, I just can't think of the song that he was listening to, though, because it's unique. It, it's not what you would think. Um, but I guess hopefully the, the second answer works for this group that Jordan Addison does not use Bluetooth headphones. Uh, I, I do love the, I do love when people like him do that because it makes us common men feel like he's okay, one of us I, or not I, even better. It's like, OK, that guy is has more on me at everything except for that like i have better technology than that guy so that's one thing i'm better at and then you try to think about anything else and you're like nope that's it he's he's got he's got cooler shit than me in every other category but yeah what what kind of genre yeah he's he's my guy i actually bought his i i was debating on which jersey to buy this year and i'm i'm always like more of a niche player like i want to buy someone who you know, doesn't, you know, have all the Jersey sales and I ended up getting Addison's, but I'm curious what, what his favorite genre is. Cause you said it's something you wouldn't expect. Is it like country? Is it like heavy metal? No, I'm, I want to say it's like something, it might be like R and B, like something that's, that's more chill. All right. Um, like Afro beats. So like something that's like got a, got a good beat, but it's more so just a feel. Um, I feel like that's, that's probably more Jordan's from from the couple of times I've sat beside him on the bus. That was the vibe, and I'm like, "This is what you're listening to? <laughs> cool." Yeah, um, he does, in interviews and stuff like that. Though he does just give off that just chill, nothing's gonna bother me vibe. Yeah, I mean that's that's who he is, and then when he gets into the game, it's like a completely different person. He's yeah. like still chill, but I mean he's a. I mean I think his his username on Instagram, not his username, but his bio on instagram just says gamer like the guy just turns it on like he knows yeah. how to like perform when the lights are bright so i love him for that he's a gamer on the field but then he'll go home turn on the xbox and drop a 30 bomb on team deathmatch gamer gamer <laughs> multiple ways maybe maybe it's a double-edged sword 
Uh, yeah. Final question I had for you, Gabe, is uh, yeah. just be totally honest. How do you predict predict this season ends? Do you think they turn it around? Do you think it continues to be this frustrating? We're just on the brink of it, opposite of last year. Like from your honest perspective, how do you think this is going to shake out? I, I do believe this Vikings team is a the roster is a playoff roster and we've got uh, some unlucky breaks the first three games. And I'm just thinking of this Carolina Panthers team, Frank Reich. That's the next team up, the next coach up. And I believe Frank's first year in Indianapolis, they started the season one and five. Yep. And then they ended the season 10 and six and ended up making the playoffs. So I'm not going to say the Vikings are going to do that, but I believe that the talent on this roster helps p- people like me believe that they can and turn this thing around. I personally believe the Vikings are going to, they're going to win some games this year where you're going to be like, they won that game, but they lost to, to this. <laughs> yep. But at this point, it's, it's only forward. Like they, they can't change what happened in the past. It's just more so of trying to make the most of the future games. Like this, this schedule does not get easier. We, we know that we, we see the, the games on the horizon, but um, all like, I think I told you guys in the beginning in this league, losing and winning are both contagious. And if you can get that first win, if you can actually feel it, that changes literally the entire landscape of your team. So I, I, I believe the Vikings are going to be uh, favored in a few games moving forward. They just have to win this upcoming game against the Panthers on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Gabe, I did want to add something quick. Um, this whole yeah. football season. Wait, Cam, I... Cam, poke your head in the. No, no. Let, let him see. Let him see. <laughs> that's that's, that's yeah, creepy. Yeah. It's so creepy. That's the, terrifying. The uh, this whole college football season, I thought I was the biggest Liberty Flames fan in Minnesota. <laughs> But that is that's your alma mater. Uh, we do a betting pay, a betting uh, show with 10K, and Liberty is 4-0 against the spread, and because of that, they become my second favorite college football team, and it's an absolute wagon, and they're so fun to watch. So I just want to let you know I'm on the I'm on the Flames wagon. Caden Caden Salter, man, two back to back Conference USA Player of the Week. Yeah, he's unstoppable. Uh, Michael Michael Vick just tweeted out the the BPI rankings for all the universities in the state of Virginia, Virginia Tech, UVA, James Madison, ODU, Liberty. Liberty is the best school in the state of Virginia right now. So, and it's not close. I didn't Red say hot. it. <laughs> I didn't say it, but you know, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you didn't expect that, but I, I had to make you feel at home a little bit. <laughs> and I appreciate you, man. I mean, let's let's go grab a beer just just because of that. Let's go. <laughs> just for yeah, the left hand up in the Liberty wagon. But Gabe, before we let you go, let everyone know uh, where people can find you because we know you do a lot of awesome work with the Vikings, and it sounds like in the community as well, which is super cool. Appreciate you, man. Um, all my social media, Instagram, Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, TikTok at Gabe A Henderson. Um, try to keep it pretty standard and company as possible. So at Gabe A. Henderson uh, on, all, on all my social media platforms, follow me. Uh, hopefully I'm entertaining enough. I have my days where I'm in a, um, a motivational mood versus a, all right, this is what's happening with the Vikings. So I always try to keep people on their toes if you follow me. So uh, follow me. I just want to say it's such a pro move to have the same exact name for all socials. I wish we could do that, but we can't. Yep. Yep. That's that. That's the way to get it. Cause usually like your name is taken on one of them oddly, or you've been, yeah. used, you've been rocking the same one. So that is, that is a great, great brand move. And uh, yeah, let me know on that haircut. I'm always down. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right. Sweet. Appreciate you guys. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks we appreciate lot, you too, Gabe. Talk to you later, man. Yes, sir. Y'all stay safe. Yeah. See ya.
Hey, if we haven't said it enough, football and fall sports are back. We got preseason hockey. We got basketball coming down the pipeline. Football's been back for a few weeks. And if you wonder how we're able to legally play sports bets in the state of Minnesota, we use an app made by our friends at Better Edge. And if you don't know what Better Edge is, it is a legal online social betting marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans, place no commission positions in an online marketplace, compete in direct head-to-head challenges with horrible bettors like us, compete in public or private betting competitions, and doing all that, you can buy or sell positions such as the spread, the over-under, or the money line at current market prices. So if you use promo code 10K, that's 10K at betteredge.com, you get a free $20 when you sign up and verify your ID. Once again, that's promo code 10K at B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com to get a free $20 and uh, win some money today. All right, welcome back to It's a Bit. Great interview with Gabe. We are confident the Vikings will turn this around. We're going to choose positivity, and uh, that's just a great transition into buy or sell, which we'll see how much of of the Vikings we are buying or selling. But uh, the way this segment works is we are going to treat these people, places, things like their stocks, and we're going to go around the room and just say whether we buy or sell what they are. Cam, what is this shirt you're wearing? I'm curious whose face. Is that your face? No, that is uh, It's a... Like fundraiser softball tournament I played in. Oh, okay. For a kid who unfortunately passed away. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah. Way to yeah. bring it on the show, Jack. Well, no, I don't know. The, the I it's a kid smiling, and no, I thought, is. is that does Cam have a picture of himself as a child? No, from from when when you Cam when you were like positioned forward, the side with the hair, it did kind of look like you. I don't know. Some if I'm reason get canceled for saying this, but that's very offensive. <laughs> what? Let's move on. Okay. It, what that you look blonde like? hair, blue eyes? It looks I'm, like. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna buy or sell. Um, let's start with the Minnesota Vikings head coach KOC Kevin O'Connell. Team started 0 three. He's had some sussy calls. Um, he blamed the spike on the crowd, which was, or the the lack of the spike on the crowd, which a lot of fans found upsetting. He uh, he didn't call the spike. He tried to call a play. Kind of poorly mismanaged end of the game. Cam, are you buying or selling KOC? I'm still buying. If you think that KOC should be fired, you're fucking insane. What are we going to do? Like He's still a great coach. It's been a rough start of the year. Every coach goes through it, though. Like You look at any Hall of Fame coach or any coach that's good right now, he had growing pains. It's going to happen. You're never just going to come into the to the league unless you have like a star-studded lineup like Matt LaFleur did with like he had Rodgers, right? Like KOC doesn't have like an all-world quarterback. Like Kirk Cousins is still great, but he's not like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady level. So you're going to have these times of where like you don't look that great, but like it's his second year. Yeah, I mean, even when he's the buying. even when he's the old coordinator, uh Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup or you know for the Rams when they won their Super Bowl, uh Stafford and Cup they even had, I think they went three-game losing streak as well at a certain point during the year, and yeah. they came back. They still won the Super Bowl. Now, don't get me wrong. The Rams had a lot of things going for them that the Vikings don't. But, yeah, I think KOC, I'm going to buy as well, mainly because the stock right now is so low. After starting 0-3, no one cares about the Vikings. Everyone's talking about trading Kirk. Everyone's talking about tanking for Caleb. It's it's low. Maybe like if you were going to buy a stock at the end of last year, it would have been high, but now it's low, so I'm going to buy a stock. Um, I do think that the ship will get righted. I think 0-3 sucks, but I still have some optimism, and... I think if they if they don't make the playoffs this year, you know, that's going to be more of a question if he's on the hot seat. But I, this year, he's not. More of a uh, so you're opening the the question of uh, what is it hashtag crippling for Caleb? <laughs> is that what it is? Like that's it. what we're calling it. Hashtag croak for Caleb. Croak for Caleb. Hashtag choke for Caleb. Yeah. Collapse. Collapse for Caleb. 
Yeah, there's a whole come for Caleb. Oh, I I know Cam was doing that already, so that's that's fine. I mean, I'm gonna buy KOC as well. I think uh, I think it's just way too early to start. I know there are probably people on fan line on Sunday saying he should get fired, which is natural, but um, I don't think he's on the hot seat yet. I mean, last year still happened, and that was him. He turned that program around pretty quickly. So from the Zimmer era, so. He's very positive. He's still – you can tell the players like him. You can tell him and Kirk have a great relationship. The offense is still firing on all cylinders minus mistakes that can be easily cleaned up. So, um, yeah, I mean, you gotta st- you got to ride with him. you got to ride the big cock still, and you gotta, you got you to gotta stick up with him. So. And I hope what he said in his press conference recently is true. He just he's literally went out and said, I'm going to start benching guys who fumble, and I hope that's Good. true because I don't want to watch another TJ fumble. I don't want to watch another Madison fumble. You know? There's I coaches don't... that do that, like Belichick. He'll f- if you fumble, you're fucked. Yeah, it doesn't matter He'll... if you're the highest-paid guy on the team or the lowest paid. Unless your name was Tom Brady or, like, now Mac Jones. Like, unless you're the quarterback, if you fumble, like, have yeah. fun watching. Well, Matt, Mac Jones, instead of, uh, you know having to get benched for fumbling the ball a lot. He just puts his hands on Sauce Gardner's <laughs> cock. And, that's and that, the, that that seems to give him a little more grip. It's not the first time he's done that. Mac Jones is the Grayson Allen of the NFL. Yeah. yeah. Like, he just loves hitting people in the nuts. I just, saw a tweet that was like, the biggest surprise about Mac Jones is that he didn't play Duke or basketball for Duke. Yeah. Which is that. He has a hilarious. personality for it. He's a little rich bitch boy. When he gets hurt, he was screaming. Remember when <laughs> a little he spra- rich bitch boy. <laughs> he, sprained, he sprained his ankle. Remember he was like screaming like he just got shot. Yeah, it, it doesn't help that he looks like yeah Grayson Allen or something like that too, right? He just looks like a little cocky white kid. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. Don't 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 sack tap people. Come on, no, unless that's... you have consent, then do it. Well, no, no touching of the hair or face as well, according to Anchorman. <laughs> yeah, Sauce yes. Gardner was hilarious. So he's like, Mac Jones tried to make it to where I don't have kids in the future. Yeah, <laughs> like he just made it. Okay, he was obviously pissed. The best like, kind of birth control. Watching the video though, I like like. It's not like uh, you're like a lineman at the bottom of the pile. I've heard of people like grabbing sacks and twisting. It's just a little taps. It didn't look like he was trying it was to stop also, him from having children, but it's still bushy. Probably didn't feel great. No, it didn't. It's kind of hard to see. You're right, yeah, because even like in the zoomed up know. thing, it's really it's, it's it hard. Still, Patriots fans trying to say he didn't do it. I'm like, dude, no, because you can you can see the right hand there. move. I think the argument is like, how hard did he actually do it? And <laughs> it 20, didn't, didn't look that hard. This is the 2023 season where like Travis Kelsey is dating Taylor Swift, and we're trying to determine how. How hard Mac a, a Jones pe- was hitting Sauce Gardner's penis, and Aaron Rodgers is already out. Who thought we'd we, be here by three weeks? We've mm-hmm. officially transitioned from cock to cock. By the way, true. That's yeah. an elite podcast moment. That is an elite podcast moment. Cock to cock. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, moving along to fall weather. Even though it's going to be, I think it's going to be like eighty-five. This Shove weekend. that up somebody's ass. Yeah. What the fuck? This is supposed to be late September, early October football. I was hoping to have my gopher unreal sweatshirt out by now with the sweatpants. I thought this was going to be like a prime 50-degree sunny day. It's going to be fucking 85 degrees this Saturday. I'm going to have to wear shorts. I'm going to go naked. Oh, you might catch a case. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I'm uh, 100% buying fall weather. It's the greatest season that doesn't exist because we never get fall. We get like a week of it, and then it's like, oh yeah, by the way, blizzard next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the best. The sweatshirt, the bonfires, the football, like everything. It's great. Okay, so let's really quickly, I know we're all go for season ticket holders and we pride ourselves off of that. Um, let's go through the rest of the home games. And you guys tell me where you think the cutoff is of shorts to sweatpants and then the cutoff from sweatpants to snow pants. Ready? Okay. So for home games left in the 2023 season, we have Gophers versus Louisiana this Saturday. That's a that's a shorts game. Yeah. That's a shorts game. Okay. And then we have... Uh, then we have Gophers versus Illinois. Oh wait, oh. no, I dude, my my calendar's fucked. Sorry, so, Gophers versus Michigan next Saturday. Sweatshirt, sweatpants. It's a night game. 
Six o'clock. Yeah, six o'clock. Six thirty. You got to think too. Like uh, next weekend when it's eighty degrees, it's like it's the first time it's been that in yeah. a little bit. This it is has the last been cold. Shorts yeah, yeah, last yeah. shorts game. I, I agree. And yeah. the, the only shorts game last year was the the opener. Yeah, it was hot. That's as right. Fuck, we only dude. had one shorts. Well, game. Well, I guess like you could have wore shorts. For Colorado was a shorts game. Yeah, but like it shouldn't be in fucking October seventh. Yeah, or like. September 30th. Okay, so we're saying Michigan this... is when we're going to start wearing the sweatshirt, sweatpants. Okay, and then Michigan State the 28th. 28th of October is the next home game after sweatshirt, Michigan. Sweatpants. See, that's tough though because like you just remember like sometimes going home on the school bus, it hasn't even been Halloween yet, right? And it's snowing out your fucking bus window. That happened plenty of times growing up. There's, there's, a, there's a decent chance that that could be even snow, you know? So snow pants game? For me though, I don't like, <sighs> I'm naturally like I'm naturally warm all the time. I think that's a for me that's a sweatpants game. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that. But then I'm gonna say after that it's Illinois on Saturday, November fourth. I'm gonna say that's our sweatpants or our, our uh, snow pants game, just like Iowa. I'm gonna I'm gonna do an early call on that prediction. Yeah. I'm gonna, I would say November is when fall weather ends and it starts dipping into winter weather. I think I'm just wearing compressions and sweatshirt sweatpants. I think I have one snow pants game this year, and it's the last game of the year. Gophers versus Wisconsin on the 25th of November. You're calling that yeah, snow pants game? Yeah, it's going to be cold game. as balls. It always is. When was Iowa game last year? That was freezing. That was, in uh, play, that was like the week before. Was that last, last so week? Well, it was week? like November 18th. Is okay. So like right around. That was, I just, that was freezing. That whole game was freezing. That was awful. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, let's see, 2022. That was on... November 19th. Oh, so that's why I'm predicting a snow pants game for the... I don't think it's too unrealistic for the 4th, maybe. No, I, I don't think it's unrealistic either. But again, it just, uh, it's just the bipolar weather around here, man. You just don't know. You don't know. That's 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 why this was fun. This yes. exercise was fun. It was but a fun exercise. Thanks, it was a fun little bit. It's a good icebreaker. Good icebreaker. It's The show's called It's a Bit. That's why it was a good bit. Um, but yeah, fall weather wags. You buying or selling? Yeah, fall is my favorite season of the year. It's, uh, you know, I love sweatshirts. I love being outside. I love it. The fresh air even, it's 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 even fresher during the it's fall. got that crisp in the air. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. But yeah, it feels good when the air hits your lungs. Fall's my favorite season every single year so yeah i'm buying fall and maybe it's also just because football fall i don't know why i just love fall yeah fall's great you have uh, the holidays kind of upcoming there's a lot of good stuff coming up um you know you're through the dog days of summer football's back growing up it always meant hockey was literally right around the corner the trees you know the leaves change colors it's just it's a it's a good change of pace and it's fresh but like cam mentioned we don't get it too often uh, fall golf is also highly underrated when you can put the football game on as a speaker or on the speaker or even like the wild game or whatever else you want to put on the uh, on the old speaker while you play golf. You chug beers to keep you warm, but you also get to play golf courses for like $40 for 18 in a cart, yep. even though it's only light out like nine hours of the day. So you have to play at a certain time. But yeah, I love uh, I love fall. So I'm buying. That's pretty easy. All right. Minnesota Twins going into the playoffs here in a couple of weeks. Cam, buy or sell. Are you ready? I'm buying. Uh, circle the wagons. It's the only positive thing that I have in my life. Just kidding. <laughs> only positive sports thing that I have in my life right now. So I'm all in until I get disappointed. You know some people, and I'm going to let them know that they're not positive for you. No, I said in my sports life. Mm-hmm. What about Joe jo- Anderon? I saved myself. <laughs> you you caught yourself. No. I was going to get a text tomorrow. Now I, <laughs> but, not, but now I will not. You saved yourself. I love that, dude. I'm going to just go on. I've been viewing the twin stock history and around playoff time, it tends to crash. I want to say the last 16 years has crashed pretty hard. So I'm going to sell the twins just based on the stock history. I don't get me wrong. I'd love to buy them. I I hope that they go as far as they possibly can. I hope they win the World Series on history. I'm selling. I could steal uh, PFT's 
um, joke. And another twin's loss has uh, hit the second tower. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's only been... Uh, it's, it's, it's September, Cameron. Wait another so month fucking before funny. that joke. I was... Like, 9-11 humor's great. <laughs> that was bad. No, it's not. Dude, take no. it out of context. Wow. <laughs> I mean, there, there is not there, great. There's no good context. It's there. not Pete, great. Pete but, Davidson fucking made his career on 9/11 humor. I'm so canceled. But no, I was listening to a PMT the other day, and uh, PFT was talking about the Dolphins. He's like, "Oh, and another Dolphins touchdown has just hit the second tower." <laughs> yeah, I. Oh, geez, that's tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the Twins, although I know it's one, it's one of those stocks where I know it's a stupid investment as I pay for it, as I check it out. But um, yeah, I. And when I say bye, I mean they're I I I think they're gonna win a playoff game. But I'm probably gonna be wrong on that because they haven't won a playoff game since I was seven years old. Yeah. yeah. Which is fucking insane. And, I'm a uh, grown ass man now. Yeah. I, I, I've said this on a hundred different episodes, but I am we're all living proof of how long it's been. We were all small children the last time they won. And well, what also is terrifying me is, as of right now, and Cam, correct me if I'm wrong, because you'd know more about this. But as of right now, if the season ends, we're playing the Astros, right? Right now, the yeah, because the Mariners are on the outside looking in. The Astros are the one team I don't want to play. Exactly, yeah. they have they have two really good pitchers who I do feel like would give us some fits. And um, I do like our. I mean, that's the one thing we have going for us is our pitchers at, at the very. The least, only good but. thing is the Astros are fighting their asses off to make it into the playoffs, so they're going to have to use their top tier players, or we can rest me. ours at the very very last few games to where like. Normally, we would face Framber Valdez the first game, and he would just murder us. And then we would face Verlander in the second game, where that might not be the case. Because they might need them to even get into the playoffs. Right. That's the luxury of having a shit division where you win the division. You don't have to fight for a wild card where your team is, your division's great. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's something to to look forward to. Um, But uh, let's keep moving on. We have number four. We've already kind of talked about the Gophers quite a bit, but P.J. Fleck. We're two and two. We've just blown a twenty-one point lead last week to Northwestern, which was pretty disappointing. And uh, you know the uh, the flurry of PJ haters have come back out, as they always do when we suffer a terrible loss like this. Uh, Producer Cam, buy or sell, Mister PJ. It's, it's also been remember seven years with him in charge of the Gopher Helm. So uh, I'm selling. Whoa, yeah. I, that's a whoa moment. Yeah, I am officially O U T. On the flex situation, which literally pains me to say, and I would seriously never tell him that to his face. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it like it, it it you can't lose to Northwestern. Mm-hmm. It's worse than the Bowling Green loss in my eyes. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna be with Cam. I'm also selling. I, I just saw a tweet, and this is what really hits it home for me is. You can't have a loss like that seven years into your coaching tenure. If it's the first few years, whatever. But when th- this is his roster through and through, it should be his players. And the fact that they're blowing 21-point leads to, let's be honest, frankly, bad teams. Uh, Horrible. Yeah, they're yeah. one of the worst teams in the country. It, it's, it's unacceptable. And um, even, I want to say, the last few years, I think a lot of Gopher fans have said it. We should have had better records than we actually ended up having. I, there are some games that we let slip away that I felt like coaching could have been the reason for it. And no matter what you finish this year you will be able to say that again yeah but at this, and here's the thing the other the other side of the coin is like when was the last time the gophers has been this competitive every year it's been a long time right, right? so that's why it hurts so much to say so yeah i i probably gotta sell right now right now i'll sell right now if he if we beat michigan oh yeah we're I'll, buying baby we'll be buying again so <laughs> you, you don't want to buy the dip you never know. Well, I'm I'm gonna sell like everyone else because I'm a fucking follower. Because you're a beta cook. Yeah, I'm a I'm a beta cook. Beta cook. Um, yeah, I'm selling right now. At least with losing to Northwestern, like that's fuck. It's embarrassing. It was a terrible, terrible finish to watch. That's a team that's supposed to be a free win on the calendar, 
And now we have to play Louisiana, who is, like you said, not that bad of a team right now. And uh, then we got to play Michigan. So You know what bothers me real quick is I love the row the boat thing. I love it all. It like he brought he's br- he's brought a great atmosphere here. Um, everyone, like the culture, yeah, the culture is fantastic. But like after that Northwestern game, when he did the press conference, and at the end when he said "roll the boat," uh. I wanted to shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was so pissed. I'm like, you don't get to do that. That's no. like uh, you look like a goddamn fool. That was kind of like uh, when Russell Wilson. Yeah, I was about to when say Russell that. Wilson was last like, year. Yeah, when they got killed on Monday night or something. Then after the press conference, he's like, "All right, Broncos country, let's ride." He like, no, he's like Bronco country. He starts taking three steps off the stage. You can hear him. Let's ride. Like yeah. in the background, dude. That was so <laughs> bad. Yeah, you can't. I I do I do appreciate the commitment to that bit. Like he, you can't just you can't just go by your mantra only when times are good and when you win. But yeah, but it's, it makes your blood boil. It's such a punch in the face when you hear him say it after you just blow a lead or a twenty one point lead and lose to one of the worst teams in the country. We literally lost a Tartan High School. Yeah. <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> no offense to anyone that went to Tartan, Jack Johansson, but like, yeah, or, ah. or, or anyone else who currently plays in their football team. I'm sure you're fine, young or man. Any, but... Or anyone with a relationship to the school of Northwestern, which we we've completely ripped on plenty this episode. Hey, they have a. Oh god! Oh, oh god! Oh god! Oh, oh god! You're an alcoholic. Oh. Time to go to meetings. Don't tell people. Oh, oh no! All right. Um, the next one is uh, Tyreek Hill. So. For a little background on why we're talking about Tyreek Hill, uh, someone asked him on a podcast <laughs> over the last few days uh, what he wants to do post-NFL, post NFL, and he said he wants to be a porn star for real, brah. So, uh, <laughs> Was that for, actually his verbatim response? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 that's, that's literally for real, brah. <laughs> yeah, he's, I, uh, yeah, he's not kidding. He wants to do porn. Yeah. Um, buy or sell Tyreek Hill on its surface. I'll buy him as a football player. Tyreek Hill's ability to fuck. I guess like I, I I don't know. You haven't watched the tape yet. Yeah, I, I haven't watch watched the tape. tape. Get back to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, <laughs> like Jack said before, I feel like if he consistently puts up thirty points a week on your fantasy roster, you're like I obliged think he, to watch his. Porn. Yeah. So I was I was telling Cam, I'm like the way he's been carrying people's fantasy football teams. Yeah. I think we all owe him a view out of support when he starts. <laughs> I, I think he, even if we don't, you don't have to watch the video. I would not plan on watching the video, but at least at least leave your phone on autoplay for a few of them and. Get Give him some support for how much he supported you winning a $120 fantasy league. This just <laughs> The next thing we see on Twitter is Tyreek Hill and Lando the Plug just drops a tape. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that whole thing where she like... And Jason 21 gets involved. Or yeah. Adam 22. Adam 22. Yeah. <laughs> you were close there. You're I only know close. it because it was all over Twitter. Yeah, Cam's yeah. big porn guy. Big porn. Oh, God, I love porn so much. God. Yeah, I remember when uh, Lo- Logan Paul got fucking engaged to that Nina girl, that, that Adam-22 guy commented, let her fuck another guy. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be so much happier. Hey, someone's got to be king of the beta cooks. <laughs> Someone does need king, to be king. King cuck. Yeah. Yeah, the king cuck. I'll, uh, fucking hey, dude. I'll, if, if he fucks anywhere near as how he fucks the, the defenses, the Bron- I, he'll, the Bron- he'll be great. The Broncos defense. Yeah, yeah, dude. He'll be great. You'll see him with all the top porn stars. He'll give, he'll, he'll bring Brandy Love out of retirement for God's sake. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with Tyreek Hill. We'll buy that stock. Maybe, Why not? Maybe, maybe it'll just be like the biggest curveball in American history and he'll do gay porn because he does know how to punish a D. Mm. Mm. That's, mm. A, that's a theory. Mm. Good, 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 uh, sexy dad joke for you. 
It is, and also, who are we to assume who Tyreek Hill hooks up with? True. Right. True. Well, remember when he was super horny on our friend Annie Agar's post? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we can assume. You're right. We can assume. You can assume. <laughs> um, I got to buy him for, his, for what, like I said, what he's done for my fantasy team. Uh, he also seems to always be part of a promo with Underdog Fantasy, and he always hits the over or the, yep. the higher. I've been hammering him on the higher. Like I said, I think as people who have, as, as someone who can say I've won a lot of money off Tyreek Hill's performance, I have to support him at least once, even if I'm going to turn the phone screen away because I don't want to watch an NFL player go to town on a poor girl who has a father. Um, <laughs> I uh, I think we all at least owe him some support with whatever he wants to do after football. So, yeah. I, And if we could give him a word of advice, uh, Tyreek is a male porn star. Just be quiet during the videos. <laughs> for the love of God. And please like, don't demand close-ups of your cock. Um, I, I will say I'm terrified. Like, <laughs> I'm really scared that we're witnessing Antonio Brown 2.0. He's going to beef with uh, Johnny Sins, and then they're going to do a celebrity boxing match. <laughs> a naked one? <laughs> oh. The ring girls will just be nude. They're uh. just doing cock helicopters. Oh, before my God. <laughs> this is bad. You're part of Gabe Henderson's family, and you listen to this podcast. Yeah. We apologize. I hope you turn it off after the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Your son is a great man, and do not associate him with what we're talking about. No. He's this been, is yeah. sports, though. <laughs> this is a topic... Tyreek Hill was the one who brought porn into sports today, so it you is. can't you can't blame us for this. And if you work with any of us or you're our bosses, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. No, I'm. It's, that's my evil twin. Yeah. I haven't met him yet. Uh, all right, the final one on here. We talked about it earlier in the show, but uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey dating now. It seems to have completely taken over the sports world. Um, are we buying or selling this relationship, producer Cam? Uh, I'm selling it there's really no way it works out right because it's so in the spotlight i'm also selling like i don't even care i hope they have a great relationship i hope it's fucking beautiful and sunshine and rainbows but i'm selling it because the swifties are psychotic and i'm sick of dealing with them already case closed i just uh i'm gonna buy it and only because it just feels like the greatest marketing move any football player could have ever done i think we talked when we talked about it earlier like like his jersey shot into the top five he got i think 200k 300k more followers on social media in one day i it's it's the best move that uh travis could have made and it also helps re-establish his brand after his cheating scandal apparently which i had no clue about yeah i mean I think you have to buy it because the NFL just got more popular, right? When you think it couldn't, now you have all these psychotic people who are Swifties suddenly watching football, which is great for the NFL. Like you mentioned, it's great for Travis Kelsey. Worst case scenario, she breaks his heart and then writes a whole album about him, and he gets talked about even more. Exactly. As if the two Super Bowls wasn't relevant enough for his statistics. He's now relevant outside of football. In, in a in a sphere that only a few NFL players to the likes of Rodgers and Brady have of being famous outside of football. So well, and also what he did could you how how happy would your mom be if you got Taylor Swift to hang out with her for a right. night? Right. She's did, like just, the ultimate sweetheart. Yeah, best son in the world. Yeah. Uh, yes. Now I'm horny for Taylor Swift. Uh, best mm. best sound in the world. <laughs> Is that what you said? She has what? a great voice. Is that what you oh. oh. Wait, what sound are you talking about? Bonk. I didn't say sound. I you oh, I thought song. you said. Oh, I literally, the, I thought you said she the has best, the best son in the, the son world. in the world. Son, S O N. Yes, yes. Sorry, yes. I was setting up the interview. No, no you're, it is. You're it fine. is. Uh, it is. It is truly. It is truly a great thing for Ball, and uh, it might not be for Travis Kelsey because now he has people taking pictures of his car as he's driving down the road with her in it, 
And I don't think he's ready for the amount of attention that this is going to bring. I mean, yeah, you mentioned all the good things. There's a lot of bad things that people are talking about of being associated with the most famous person in the world outside of a politician. Well, dude, it's um, the amount of attention he's getting. I'm sure he never expected it because just him and Taylor, when they walked out of the arena together, that shit got analyzed so fucking much. And that was just two people leaving an arena. Yeah. And then she was like, hey. Yes. Yeah. And and apparently everyone was pissed. People were like, look at his body language. This will last two weeks max. You know, whatever. I saw I saw someone say as as a uh, as a scumbag myself, <laughs> Travis Kelsey is about to pipe her. Like this look only means one thing. He, he's uh, he still has his game face on. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, even even post game. But all right, folks, that does it for another episode of It's a Bit. Thank you so much for listening to us. As always, make sure to follow us on all socials at 10K Takes. Make sure to go to the website at 10KTakesMN.com. Go to the shop while you're there. We appreciate your support so much as always, and we'll see you next week.